Uh, testing one, two. Talk? No. Okay. Okay. <sighs> All right. Okay. Remember, you can uh, you can guess what we saw. We saw something, and if you can guess what it is, you'll win a five hundred dollar Visa gift card. Submit your guesses and read the official rules at oyabigtime.tv/guess. And remember, you can always give us a call and leave us a voicemail message at eight zero two eight seven zero sixty nine twenty eight. Ask for advice, dating advice. Financial advice, how to raise children. If you disagree with something we say, call us, leave us a voicemail. We'll play it on the air and we'll talk to you. All well, right? We won't talk to you. It's well, a voicemail. It's a voicemail. We will not answer. Don't be scared. And don't, if you ruin it, do it again. Yeah. yeah. You can always, yeah. If you if you mess up, you can't like press pound Yeah. to re-record. Just start the next So just one. hang, go oh God, and hang up and then call yeah. back and start over. Sound regretful at the end and the beginning of the next one. Yeah. Then we'll know. All right. Hello and welcome to Oh Yeah Big Time. This episode is not brought to you by Spirit Halloween. Do you remember Bed Bath & Beyond? Well, how about Pier 1 Imports? Or what about that weird rug store that moved into the old Circuit City back in 2009? What do all of these stores have in common? Well, they're all out of business now, and for the next Four days, they're going to be spirit Halloween stores where you can pay $70 for a costume made of materials that are made out of poison, and they can barely hold up for three to four hours. Spirit Halloween, our costumes don't look like how you thought they would, and that's exactly why we close our doors exactly two days after Halloween. Visit a store near you in the bad part of town. All right. I hate spirit Halloween. It's a weird time in there. I hate it. And it makes me I don't when's the last time you went to one? I've been I think I've been to a Spirit Halloween once. And it made an impression enough. It made to a be strong like, impression. Never going back. Well, like every first of all, every every costume is is packaged in this thin plastic and they have this cardboard printed uh cover yeah. with a picture of the image of the costume that is not the costume. No. It's like an ideal version of what they told them to make, but they were like, make it out of cheap, wrinkly handkerchief material. I would be interested to see where they make the co- the, the photo version, because there's a high-quality version of these costumes yes. somewhere. Somewhere. Where are they going? And they just have a, monop- they have a monopoly so they can get away with it. Well, they have a monopoly because no one else wants to do that business model. But I don't know if it's a bad business model. Well, the pa- it, yeah, the packaging it'll show like uh, a 1940s mobster in yeah. a in a nice suit. He's like a cigar. Yeah, he's got like a a nice suit, a luxurious hat with a beautiful feather sticking out of it. But then you open it up, and again, it's just it's just like cheap plastic material, it's like cardboard plastic. And it's got the feather, and it's just shedding everywhere, all over yes, everything, and it's getting stuck to everything. And there's no and there's no hat. No. There's always like there's a part no of hat. the there's always a part of the costume that's on the packaging yeah. that isn't in the costume package. There's an asterisk like not everything is included. And we don't Go know to the what. other aisle. Yeah. Everything about it. I mean, I guess we haven't been together. Maybe we should go together. 
Before they close in a week? Yeah, because the last time I went, I got a Power Ranger costume because I thought it was funny. I don't know what year this was, but I was working at Electronic Arts, and there was a Halloween party where the kids come trick-or-treating at the work, and I had a shared costume with, like, a seven-year-old. And I was like, Oh. <laughs> it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. But what else are you going to do if you don't have a costume ready? You have to get something in Spirit Halloween, and then you have to be... What do you do as an adult? I can't be, like, a pirate. So I have to be a pink Power Ranger. I mean, it's an excuse to be real sexy. Like, all the guys Hell, are yes. Jack Sparrow. Yeah. And all the girl. I can't believe that nurse costumes are still allowed. That's true. It's defiling a real profession. That is appropriation. Yes. That is, that is career appropriation. And we will not stand for it. But the mobster, we can. Yeah, because no one's a mobster anymore. Yeah, nobody. But the uh, the CEO of Spirit Halloween, I've done some research because I was like, what is going on? How do they Who do this? this? Yeah. How is it that just like a, an old closed down store is now a Spirit Halloween for a month? What is going on? What's the answer? So the CEO is this guy named Steven Silverstein. Uh, he's the same CEO of Spencer's Gifts. Okay. They're the same company. That checks out. So he, I, and I, I looked him up on LinkedIn. So I went to his, so he saw that I looked at his LinkedIn, which he doesn't even have a profile picture there. So I hate when they do that. If you're going to be the CEO, they do that all the time. Put your damn profile. So do we know if that's even the CEO? He could be getting slandered. It's true. Or maybe the data that I have is wrong, but according to his LinkedIn, which may or not be Steven Silverstein's actual (laughs) LinkedIn, he was once the president of linens and things. If you remember that story. Is that still a thing? Um, Is it just linens? Or and Well, things? I think, so I, linens and things went out of business, but then somebody like bought the brand, sort of like what someone should do with gavers. Yeah. Just buy the brand, For open it back up. $1,000, come on. Not even $1,800. $1,800, come on. So yeah, he was the president. Of, I just don't get how he went from being like, I really care about bed sheets. Yeah, I care about thread count. To... I just want to sell lava lamps and butt plugs and wigs. Hell yeah. I would too. He had the opposite. Now he cares about the lack of thread count, it seems. That's How true. How little thread can I put into something and have it still technically... Maybe something bad happened to him. There's something At linens dark. and things. Yeah. Or was like... Because he had a promising career there. Steven, the thread count in this bed set says it's 800, but this is a 2,000... Thread count, but you're losing us money, Steven. Yeah. And so he moved over. He's like, let's just make it out of plastic. Right. It'll always be cheaper. But yeah, so. Huh. Spencer's I wonder if they have like group part, like Christmas party. I don't know. Are you wondering if Spirit (laughs) Halloween has a Christmas party? All those seasonal part-time employees. Yeah, that is the plot to Nightmare Before Christmas. I actually have never seen that. Yeah, I mean, it's it's fine. But it's one of those things you think you've seen. I mean, do you know who Jack Skellington is? Yeah, he's a suit and he's a... Do you know who the dog is? Have you seen the dog? No. It's a little ghost dog. Ghost dog. So um, I've seen the movie. You've seen the movie. Yeah. You know what happens. What? Tell me. So you haven't seen it. Tell, I haven't. Tell me what you think The Nightmare <laughs> Before Christmas is about. I, that's a... Hmm. 
Because it is. I don't want to look like a loser, so I pretend. I mean, no one's going to think you're a You haven't seen it. Well, they think you're a loser in the age in which you care about that and go to Hot Topic and buy merch for Night- Nightmare Before Christmas. There is a night. So what is, for you, <laughs> you've never seen the movie, what do you think the Nightmare Before Christmas plot is? And you don't have to get into too much detail, just like beginning, middle, end, what's the plot? I don't know any character. So it's Jack Skellington. He is a ghost. He's a skeleton of a ghost. And he's nightmare. He has created a night. It's the opposite. It's the Grinch. It's based on the Grinch of Christmas. And he terrorizes the town and burns it all down. <laughs> There's ravaging the cities of name another character. Do you know any other characters? I need um, a clue. So there's a girl, Jack Skellington. What? Well, oh. there's Jack Skellington, and then there's I was a girl like, they call who call her Jack Skellington. Okay, no, yeah. So there's are they Jack human? Um, they want the skeletons once. So were. they are ghosts, sort of. <sighs> they are villains, but protagonists, and they go around and have skeleton dogs. And I've never seen Beetlejuice, but I picture those being the same. I, I know we watched Beetlejuice the other day, and I had the same feeling where I'm like, I've seen this because I know Michael Keaton. But you're not telling me what you think. <laughs> I think it's Beetlejuice. But you don't know what Beetlejuice is about. No. Haunted times with death interacting with life. Before Christmas. Do we they have make to, it to Christmas? We have to watch it. Give me a single clue. So here, I'll give you, I'll give you one clue. Okay. That is comprised of two details. Okay. There is Halloween world and there is Christmas world. Distinct world. And Jack Skellington is obviously from Halloween world. So this is like Barbie. You haven't seen Barbie, but Barbie can go from Barbie world to real world. And she's like a conduit between the two. Is he brokering peace between Halloween and Skellington? Are they... Are they rivals? Is it like, who's the best holiday, American holiday? I think you get it. I don't get it. You've seen it. If you, if, I mean, that's fine. Does he hate Christmas and then they teach him that Christmas is good? Kind of the opposite. He teaches them Halloween's better? He gets, no, so he finds out about Christmas land. What's his voice like? Hello, I'm, I I don't know. (laughs) I'm. He finds out about Christmas land? He finds out about Christmas land and he. And he tries to get everyone in Halloween land to adopt the joys of Christmas land. But they're, they don't want to. Yeah. And I could be wrong about this. <laughs> but that's my memory of it. So he's a positive person. He is. It's like he, he's really into Christmas. But because he's so Halloween minded. Yeah. He doesn't really get it quite. You know what I mean? Like he wants to understand it. It would be like teaching a caveman, like giving a caveman a hamburger. And he's right. like, it's good. And then he goes and tries to make his own hamburger. It would be a terrible hamburger. It'd be horrible, but he's seen the joy. Right. So he's trying. to be reproduced. And so. So he's uh, like a happy guy. Right. Is he? Jack Skellington's a, he's a, he's, he's quite an emotional man. Really? Who doesn't get it. Who wants to. Is he dating the female version of him or is it his sister? Did he marry Those his sister? I mean, you, he, 
It could be his sister, and he could still be they're dating. They're the same her. species, is what you're telling me. They're ghosts. They're they're skeleton. They're from Halloween. Were land. the animators lazy, and they just took his body and put like hair on it? To me, yes. Okay. That's what that seems like. And they're not dating, and they're not cousins. Then I don't want to watch. We it. don't know if it's that. It's not about dating cousins. I'm not interested. You could have that. I mean, you could make that. I can in make your, my own fanfic. They don't, <laughs> they don't explicitly say that she is not his cousin. All right. So I can get into that then. Could be. Huh. Yeah, I feel very helpless in this moment. I feel like it could be a time to shine my creativity, but I am paralyzed by lack of knowledge and imagination. Um, yeah, I had no idea there was Halloween land. That seems like a Dr. Seuss. I think they ripped off the Grinch. It's all, it, everything's ripping. I, I mean, what I think is that Spirit Halloween is Halloween land. Mm. And like... A gross kind of way. So they want to have Christmas parties, but they can't. Right. The company, yes. They're seasonal employees. Spirit Halloween corporate. Yeah, which is like real estate agents and probably no one else. The full-time? The full-time people and probably marketing and real estate. I don't even think they... uh, Do they need a corporate department? I don't know. Or if it's just Spencer? So Spencer's was founded... Spencer's around... Yeah, there's still a thing. Hell is going on? Spencer's was founded in 1947. What? And it opened its first location in 1963. Don't lie to me. No. Was it always sinister? So it was founded in 1947. They opened their first store in 1963. What were they doing for like 15 years? What were they doing? I don't know. I don't know what to do with this information. I assume. I mean, I I just want to make sure that I'm right here. They were born in the early 2000s. No, Spencer's has been a thing for a long time. So were they like a wholesome company until linens and things guy came in and made it perverse? Probably. Probably. That's what I'm guessing. Linens and things guy, he he came out. um, He probably, he's the guy who probably started it in the 40s. Okay, so Spencer's was a. Mail order catalog for the first, like, 15 years. Of similar items? I doubt it. Oh, oh, sorry. (laughs) Because lava lamps didn't exist. So how? what were they even selling? I don't know. I'm frazzled right now. I'm a little shook. I don't know if I can keep talking about this. I don't know anything. Do you ever get, like, uh, like, cake up cake in your lips? Because I don't put beef towel on. Well, no, even if I don't, <laughs> that just happens. Like dead skin stuff? Yeah, it just like cakes up and I have to scrape it off. Am I the only one? <sighs> I don't see other people doing the scrape. Well, I don't want to talk about what I do because I think I influenced my niece. Influenced your niece or your knees? My niece and my niece. I pick up my lips a lot. She probably didn't get the lips from me. I'm going to sound like a lunatic. I just feel like it's someone genetic. said something to me. It's genetic. But my niece is a teenager now, and it fills me with terror trying to envision, well, both being a teenager in this time and day and age, but also being a parent. Like what? Like Spirit Halloween is exactly why I don't want to be a parent. Because yes. I don't know how to navigate that. At what age do you tell them what the world really is? You know what I mean? Wait, what do you like? How are we going from Spirit Halloween to like... Existential dread? Yeah. Exactly. I was thinking about this on my walk. There's a lot that 
playful, playful banter aside, Spirit Halloween is very dark for me. If I start thinking about all the parts that I hate about it, I'm like, I'm going to rant about it. And then I got in a very dark place. I went on a downward spiral because then I'm like, how can they get these warehouses and Amazon and Bezos and rainforests? But it's like I take my kid to Spirit Halloween and I'm going to be like, hey, you want this Pop Patrol costume? Well, this plastic is actually everywhere, and there's going to be more plastic in the ocean than fish in 2050. And you're actually, you had plastic in you as a placenta. You're just eating plastic all the time, and the world is burning, and, you know. My God. And then I start talking about the rainforest because little paper insert. And then I start talking about dogs. Oh, you want to be Paw Patrol? Well, dogs are euthanized all the time. I just don't want them to know that, like, that's an option. Yeah, we're going to be very different parents because I'm going to be, like, hyperventilating. Like, if you can't see these people, you can't become them. Yeah, no exposure. But you're, like, you're like 40 parfait levels deep yeah. of, of terror. But then what happens to me when I stifle it for the good of the child? It's all going to surface at some point. They'll start picking their lips. They'll start picking their lips. And, man, I don't know. I think about this all the time. I feel like I'm the this is fine dog in the burning room. Well... Kids rebel, right? So we can just do, as parents, the opposite of what we want them to do. I've thought about that, which would be like NRA, I don't know. Yeah, which I'm not not anti-gun in any way, but I am very anti-pro-gun. You see, there's a difference. I'm going to be a... And it's in personality. I'm going to have an NRA sticker with my Monster Energy Drink decal. NRA stickers, Monster Energy Drink decals. At lunchtime. Yes. And we're going to put we're gonna breed, we're gonna breed, on ants. We're going to breed terrible, terrible breeds of dogs. Yeah. You know who you are, dog breeds. And then they'll, they'll rebel and they become citizens of the world. Except if they don't. What if they yeah. don't? Because there's there's kids that I grew up with who I I think oh they've they've figured it out right just like me we all learned and, and realized you know we don't have to do that 27 stuff anymore. Twenty seven years old they, they and then and then know. I I see them on social media and it's like oh no John Bob is still doing all that same stuff yeah like did oh, he God. get the memo I and don't just think not so care? it's a or, weird feeling. It's horrible. There's, I don't know where to put your cards on the table, as they say. Do you bet on them rebelling or that they're going to emulate you? Well, I don't. <sighs> I don't think we have to be. Too, you know, with all the I'm existential super stuff, freaked out. We don't have to be too. The news is. The news has always been doing. They hype stuff up. You know. Yeah. And and they don't report on the good. So like with the plastic in the ocean, I think they just cleared out the trash island. They're never going to figure it out. I think they cleared it. They haven't I think it's gone. It. No. I think it's gone. I dare you. I could be wrong, it's but I gone. think it's gone. All I do is look these things up. Is I trash. I pay like I donate to like a trash machine that like goes and scrapes the trash. Well, they don't like, want you to know this. But where do they Where do they put the trash? Where does the plastic even go anyway? Don't get me started on landfills. Okay, so they've removed... A great deal of it, and yeah. and it should be it should be gone in the next two years. It's not two years. Yes. What are you saying to me? That they should have the. Says who? I don't know the Internet? ocean. The ocean I trust I, that. That's who I give money to. <laughs> really? Yeah. 
Maybe it's like, we'll clean it up in two years if you give us $200 million. They can't do that. And also it is problematic. Where does it all go? And those little microplastics degrade and they have plastic at the bottom of the ocean by the Dumbo octopuses. You know, the news, the news is the boogeyman. They're going to make us scared. They have even since we were kids. And now it's like times a trillion. But I remember like, I don't know. Early news was like I found John Stewart and I found Bill O'Reilly and I was like, those were my foundations of what the world would be. Yes. And he was not he was not a good guy. Bill O'Reilly. What a grumpy fuck. He wasn't even funny. You know what I mean? Somet- no. He's the kind of guy that when he laughs at something, it's like, should we put the knives away? I don't even yeah. know what that means, but yeah. What I don't get is Bill O'Reilly. So when Bill O'Reilly left or was fired from Fox News, he was like 65 years old. Okay. Uh, I just, I feel like everything we say gets, that's not true. That's okay. Bill O'Reilly was 68 years old when he was fired from Fox News. And that was in 2017. Really? Six years later, Bill O'Reilly is... 800 years old. Like a, like physically? Is... He looks like he's aged at least a, a, another decade in the last six, which I guess isn't that crazy. But yeah. he looks like he's aged tremendously in just six years' time. If you look at him before he got fired. Yeah. And now, it's, it is like looking at, it, it's like looking 20 years into the past. I haven't seen him, I don't think. Um, well, let's see. So I... I did put together a little clip of Bill O'Reilly from right before he got fired until just recently. And so we can compare the two. Uh, do you have that clip? I do now. So, so yeah. So this is Bill O'Reilly just before he got fired. This is at the, the Donald Trump inauguration. With a political process they believe is not helping them. It was fascinating to watch as President Trump pretty much dismantled the entire Washington establishment so, in 16 minutes. He's an old guy. Sure. He's got some fire. He looks like an old man, but he's got energy. Yeah. He's got zest and he's got zeal. Some, he's he's, he's got quick. snaps. Yeah. But then, if we look at Bill O'Reilly now, this is six years later. I mean, this isn't is... this isn't 15 years later. Okay. This is six years. Six is five. This is five years this later. Is five years this later. is half a decade later. What happens? So, yeah, go ahead and play. We have so many new premium and concierge members. We're giving you, as I promised, a bundle where um, this is a a good thing. That you uh, can pay a fee of $59.95. That sounds better than $60, right? You get Killing the Witches, a really nice polo shirt that'll last you the rest of your life. The rest of your life. Wow. Premium membership gift card that you can give to somebody as a present. Okay, this is a fabulous deal. This is Bill O'Reilly so now. You get three things that you can either keep. Well, you want to give the gift card away. But the shirt, it's going to look great. We have great women's shirts too. The book, obviously. Okay, so um, we just, this, uh, we're on October 7th. October 27th, all right? I hate so, that. Why did you do that? That's Bill O'Reilly now. I hate now. that. 
A polo that'll last, is it quality polo or is it they're going to die soon? Is it Spirit Halloween or is it just for targeted It's not a Spirit Halloween polo. I don't like that because I hate him and I want to continue to hate him just like I want to continue to hate Mitch McConnell and then you show me these decaying bodies and then I feel sad inside and a little hole in my heart. Yeah. I hate it. I mean, what happened? He should be relaxing. That should be. He should look better than ever. He should look very young. And I get that he doesn't have like the Fox News makeup. Too. I, his spirit but has this, been. This his. This is his spirit. Yeah, it has been sucked out of him. This is his spirit. Halloween. This is the spirit of Halloween. Has in, has embodied him. Witches. There's no way he doesn't have a ghostwriter on the witch book. Who's buying the witch book? I hate the polo. The polo makes me so sad. I feel uh, sad. Get a, get a uh, polo and last you the rest of your life. Like, okay, Joe Biden. And, like, technically everything can last. Yeah. I'm wearing this Forever 21 tank top thing I've had since, like, 2010. It was $2. But it's lasting me a lifetime, and it's literally made of, like, a string. Maybe Bill O'Reilly's polo is made out of the same stuff. It's like, it doesn't mean anything can last a lifetime. It's whether it looks good by the end of your life. Or how, you know, anything can last the rest of your life if you die tomorrow. That's true. He also said it comes in any color, which is a bold. It doesn't come in well, any Well, he color. also didn't even know what day it was. Yeah. And he's too, he's too tired to, like, be like, can we reshoot that just to, like, make sure. Like, six-year-old Bill O'Reilly had an atomic clock in his brain. Oh, yeah. He knew what was going on. Not six-year-old, but yeah. six years ago, Bill O'Reilly. Six years old. And, hey, yeah, six-year-old Bill O'Reilly, probably, too. Bill O'Reilly now, he doesn't know what day it is. He doesn't know that polos don't last the rest of your life. I hate this. So... What have you done? I'm sorry, but that was... uh... I don't like facing my mortality. That's why I want to, well, not like die early, but I like to figure out a way to not get to a certain place. Well, now that we've started this podcast, we can't stop it. Because apparently when you go off TV, (laughs) that is when you just unravel. Yeah, and they start in their 60s. Imagine it, you're however old we are. Yeah. If the formula is 15 for every five year, I will, we can never stop podcasting. What I think it is, is like when you're on TV, your youth is just clinging on for dear life. Like for, 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 because your body knows it's like, you're going to be on TV. Look good. Look young. Look vibrant. Have posture. But then as soon as you go off TV, the body's just like, you know, you just, (laughs) you just unravel like a spring. It's like if you've held a fart for a really long time. Yeah. And then it's like, you can let it, let it go. And it's like your body just like decompresses. And it's like, if you hold in a poop, it just disappears. Yeah. But then at some point, something bad's going to happen. What happens? Pants. But no, it's like it's like. Have you seen those videos of like the uh, the hydraulic press like crushing stuff? No, it's like Jack Skellington. Yes, but if you no, I haven't. I feel like I have. Here, let's. Uh, because I, I feel like people going off TV is a lot like this. Is if they're under pressure, everything's fine. But then it gets to a certain point where there's one little crack, and that's when it all just. Explodes out. It's a very apt metaphor. Thank you. Yeah, this is uh, so. This is a hydraulic press pressing a stack of sticky notes. 
This is Bill O'Reilly on TV for 30 years. And that's him as soon as he goes off television. Oh, no. So, yeah. He shattered the camera? Yeah, just like Bill O'Reilly is doing right now. Yeah, that's a really level, that's a layered metaphor. That's a really good visualization of what happens. Thank you. Thank it's you. It's like Tucker Carlson when he, well, I had, you showed me the, I don't use TikTok. I'm kind of starting to, but when there's a Tucker Carlson video and it had a TikTok filter and his eyes were like all like. Oh yeah. It looks like one of his eyes was nailed in because of a filter. <laughs> and you and thought. And I just thought that's what happens when you go off TV. And that was like three days after Tucker Carlson was removed. Yeah. Yeah. And I'd been like, oh, this is what they've been hiding. Zero percent part of me was like. That's probably not real. I was just like, holy shit, what have they been hiding? They're make, making his eyes open yeah. more than they physically know. But he looks, well, I don't know. He probably looks fine. I, I, think I, I haven't seen him. Because <laughs> so, he got right back on. He knows. Okay. If I stay off this thing for three months, I'm going to yeah. be a 40,000-year-old 40, 40, man. He's probably like 40 anyway. He I'm going to be the age. Baba Vanga if I, if I don't get back on a camera soon. Yeah. And regularly. Smart man, that Tucker Carlson. But yeah, I mean, Bill O'Reilly, to go from fucking thing sucks to what if, uh, it's on the 7th or the, 20th, the 22nd, that's a big difference. Are listeners going to know that reference? I don't know how popular that reference is. The, uh, him, the Bill O'Reilly freakout thing? I think it's really, I mean. I don't feel like our, gen, our many Gen Z listeners will know what that is. Our many, many Gen we Z. We are very popular with Gen Z. <laughs> they love Oh Yeah Big Time. Yeah. We're going to play because it's one of my favorite videos of all time. It is one of the best things to watch. And, and there's so many little moments of brilliance in that video. Because there's these. if you pause at the right time, you can see these faces he's making that reveal so much. And it's very potato quality, but you can see it. Oh, yeah, okay. I got her up. All right. Tomorrow, and that is it for us today. Okay, I don't know. Uh, it, whatever it is, it's not right on a teleprompter. I don't know what that is. I've never seen that. No, there it is. We are going to do Sting, yeah. Okay, but... Okay. This, yeah, I can't read it. There's no, there's no words on it. Okay. Sure. There's no words there to play us out. Th those are words. What does that mean? <laughs> to play us out. Yeah, he's reading it. It's, it's Sting is going to do. It's a video. Sting video. What okay. is for credits? He I don't know like what that means. He acts like he can't comprehend what, what that means. He's never been on TV. To end the show? Yeah. Yeah. All right, go, go. In five, four, three. That's tomorrow, and that is a. Four, three. That's tomorrow, and that is it for us today. And we will leave you with a. I, I can't do it. Fake look at the we'll watch. Yeah, he looks at his watch. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I can. I'll write it, and we'll do it live. Right. Fucking thing sucks. In <laughs> five, four, three. That's tomorrow, and that is it for us today. I'm Bill O'Reilly. Thanks again for watching. We'll leave you with Sting and a cut off his new album. Take it away. And then cameras go, <laughs> everything goes silent, and he's just ripping his clothes off. There's nothing that he swats at the desk. Maybe there's a fly. My favorite part of that is the producer, because he's like, well, do it live! You know? Yeah. And the producer's like, and three, <laughs> yeah. two, and Bill O'Reilly's like, 
That is tomorrow, and this is today on Sting. Take it away. Producer does not care. The, the producer like, knows, like, okay, three, this is two. This whole thing. It's like with a baby. Yeah. Or like a dog. He's very calm. He's just tired. No reaction. Yeah, he is. he's not giving in, which I think is great. Do you remember, do, do you think our, our many Gen Z, they probably, I don't know if many people have read his, was it sexting? Oh, yeah, when he was, uh, I don't know if it was over text message. Sexual harassment of some kind. Would you mind reading those for us? Not all of them. Um, Just my favorite one. You know my favorite one. The Yeah, I'll, I'll read his, uh, his sexual assault. Just kind of, okay. What, uh, so what part should I read? I love all of it. It makes me feel away, but you could start here. All right. So uh, this is this is Bill O'Reilly sexually assaulting someone over text message. So you'd basically be in the shower, and then I'd come in, and I'd join you, and you would gave your back to me, and I would take the little loofah thing and kind of soap your back and rub it all over you, get you to relax, hot water, and, um, you know, you'd feel the tension drain out of you, and... Um, you still would be with your back to me, and then I would kind of put my arms. It's one of those mitts, those loofah mitts, you know, so I got my hands in it, and I'd put it around front, kind of rub your tummy a little bit with it, and then with my other hand, I'd start to massage your boobs, get your nipples really hard, because I like that, and you have really spectacular boobs. So anyway, I'd be rubbing your big boobs and getting your nipples really hard, kind of kissing your neck from behind. And then I'd take the other hand with the falafel thing and I'd put it on your pussy, but you'd have to do it really light. Just kind of a tease business. And that's, that's Bill O'Reilly. That's the worst part and the best part. Like, to, first of all, once you're talking about mitts, yeah, that's when you know you've <laughs> you need to stop. Like you're not being sensual at this point anymore. Once you say, "I put my arms in those mitts, those loofah mitts," that's when you're like, "Oh damn!" <laughs> Never mind. Anyway, hang up. Lost connection. Yeah. And there's just a lot of logistics. It's like, and you're kind of, and a lot of kindas. You're kind of turned around and like he's really painting a vivid picture without really even painting a vivid picture. Yeah. Is it really a sexual assault if if you're being so indirect? Yeah. You kind of have your back to me (laughs) and I kind of put my arms in those loofah mitts. (laughs) And reach around and rub your tummy and your boot. Like, what are you talking about? What is your fantasy, Bill? That is your, that's his face. That's his face. I don't even know if he got in trouble for that or if it he was He had just, not thought that through. No, he just started talking. You see that happen, you know, it's, they just start talking and then they're like, oh no, I have begun and I must go somewhere. And if it was for And falafel, I had no plan. Yeah. Yeah, if it was falafel. Then if it was falafel, you would have to rub really lightly with that because yeah. falafel crumbles. My hand just really rough. It's like an exfoliant. 
Yeah. Once, especially once it crumbles. Yeah, exfoliate me harder. You know, that's what I'm. That's what I'm into. What I don't get is when you're that age, because I mean, what he's probably sixty-two at this. I don't. It's pretty old. This. He was probably in his fifties. Oh, okay. Well, even then, fifties. Yeah. Like, I just don't know how you have that much energy to, like, get caught up in something like this. Right. You know? It's not... Where's the energy coming from? Like, I can't... Like, sometimes at 2 o'clock, I'm just tired. Oh, p.m. Yeah. Yes. I was like, a.m., obviously, you would be tired. Yeah, 2 p.m., need a yoga nidra nap or some hydration. Like We you, hydrate now. That's how we old hi- we are. Yeah. If I get tired, I'm like, oh, I need to hydrate. <laughs> It's not 20 like, year old me never thought about hydrating. No, or just like, give me another Red Bull and some Adderall. And you're just like, oh, I might be a little low on the liquids. Maybe that'll yeah. help re energize me. It didn't only go so far. Well, my but... heart's having to pump harder. That's why I'm tired right now. Yeah. It's not easy. But even older. like my wounds don't heal as quickly. No. Like when I was, when I was like 25, I could cut off a pinky and a, a new one to grow back in two days. Yeah. Just bleep. But now I got this like scrape on the back of my ankle from we have a, like a storm door hmm. that spring shuts and I was taking trash out and the storm door like closed on the back of my ankle yeah. and gashed me. Ouchies. But even today, like there's still this was yeah. this was like last year. Is there a scar? There's a scar and it wasn't like that deep of a cut, but it took months. To heal. It's crazy. You remember, we couldn't record last week because my neck. You hurt your neck? My neck was, we don't need to get into my medical mysteries, but like we're, we couldn't record the podcast because my neck hurt. That's where we're at. Yeah. And we're in our thirties. What do we do? What's going to happen? What happens? And I've been like really into like health and fitness and taking care of myself. So I don't understand how I don't have more vigor. No, it's just part of the process. It's just getting old. It really, you'd, you, when you were like 27 and you'd hear a 35 year old talk about getting old, like, shut up. It's like, what are you talking oh, about, man? Thing. You're just making excuses. We're basically the same. No, there's a difference. No, we're, there's a 40 year difference. Yeah. It's like there's last- almost a, di- there's as big of a difference between Bill O'Reilly six years ago and Bill O'Reilly's now as there is between a 25 year old and a 35 year old. Yeah. But yeah, that's just what happens everywhere. I mean, socially, we had a big night out last night. We did. We had a great big night out. (laughs) And it was, uh, it was quite amazing. It is so rare. I leave the house. It was magical. I was like, there's murals in Salt Lake City, and people yeah. are eating outside. We and... do both work from home. Yeah. So when we leave the house, it's like... <laughs> we it don't really we don't know was. what the world is it, like. It, like, super tripped me out. I'm not even, like, trying to be fun. Well, I'm not even being funny. It kind of freaked me out. I was like, we should do this more often. This is so exciting. There's people eating falafel outside. Yeah, and rubbing their pussies it. with it. Yeah. Yeah. But we went to Wilco, the band, which also is comprised of older people. We are the Democrats. Naturally. Yeah. But I was so excited. Which I would argue we're on the younger side of Wilco right. fans. So Which says something. It does. Yeah. 
I was so excited to go because Wilco's like my favorite band, but I was also like, we can sit. We can sit. It was down. a seated theater. Because like the other times they played an outdoor amphitheater th- thing. You have yeah. to show up early to get a good spot and you're still sitting. But if you're not there early and it's super hot, then you're going to get a shitty seat. You can't see anything. But this is like we can get there late and we can see everything. And we can sit. And I was so The excited. whole time. Yeah. You cannot sit the whole time. I, d- I don't understand how when you're at a, con- a seated concert and a song comes on that you love, why do you have to stand? Yeah. When you're at home... And a song comes on that you love. You're not like. <laughs> so why do you have to do that at the concert? Why do you have to do that? The whole si- the whole system breaks. And now because you had to stand up. Yeah. Now the person behind you. And now it's a domino it's a of standing. wave of dominoes. And there was like a guy over on the right. Because there wasn't a lot of standers. And he got mad. Did you see him? No. He's like, it's fucking Wilco, guys. And he's like telling Oh, he got like, mad? Well, he's like trying. Yeah, he's mad and trying to get amped as if like the band's going to have their feelings hurt. Like, he's on. like the wave guy at a football game. Yeah. So and then people, but it works. People are like, well, okay, we'll stand up. But then we can't like people don't realize how hard the world is for me as a five foot tall person. Yeah. If, if everyone's standing, sitting, you can see I can see everything. Fine. It's amazing. That was a very unique opportunity for me to see my favorite band. But if people are standing, you can't... Yeah, you had to like switch seats with me so I could yeah. see through the crack of someone's... Like, like uh, the, the guy's shoulder and his wife's shoulder. There was a valley betwixt them. I had to find the them. valley. Yeah. And so eventually, I mean, I was in a great mood. This was a very... I wasn't like actually mad. It was more just like, come on, guys. But, you know, my legs also get tired because we're old. So I can't stand the whole time. So then we sat down and then you took a video. I took a video of you taking the... Can I share the video that you took of the video? Oh, yeah, absolutely. One moment, please. So that's how we watched a lot of the concert. We sat down. DJ put his phone up and zoomed in. But then he was shaking because he was laughing and then I was shaking and we... Yeah. But I really loved that. Well, when you're zoomed in, it's really hard to stay focused. Yeah. So it was it was very wobbly, and I'm sorry. No, I it's tried. great. It was a great hack, because I'm like, I can't stand this whole time. And then there's like this weird couple. I wish we could share the video, but it's not kind, you know, it's against their will. It's like doxing. It was doxing, and it was creepy to film anyway, but I couldn't help it. There's just Yeah, up at the very top level... Of the of the balcony, of like there's, the Abe Lincoln seats, yeah. where you can like have separate. Can they? Can we just call all of those <laughs> Abe Lincoln seats? It was because when you're you going to be that, on a, you're going to be on Abe Lincoln three left. You know exactly what that means. Yes, everywhere. You wouldn't even you wouldn't even question it. Yeah, they were top Abe Lincoln shelf. But they're at the very top on the Abe Lincoln shelf, and they uh, and the guy has this woman cornered at the edge of this balcony. I mean, it's high up, and she seems to like it, but. That could be out of fear. And she kind of backs up more and more. Yeah. And he's all, ugh. we had a blast watching them. Yeah, he's just like groping and basically he being. He up our shirt at some point. He did. He was basically being Bill Maher with his loofah mitts. <laughs> or Bill, Mer- Bill, Bill O'Reilly with his loofah mitts. I bet Bill Maher has done some things with Bill Maher mitts. has done some stuff with loofah mitts. We know what you're up to, Bill. All you Bills. Can't trust a Bill. But yeah, we're old. I don't know. 
I still enjoyed it. I just wish people would sit down. I also brought AirPods in case it was too loud. I was like, maybe I can turn on the noise canceling and hear the muffled music because that's where I am in my life. I've never found concerts to be... Tedeschi Trucks was so loud. That was loud. <laughs> that was like the loudest show. So I'll put an AirPlug. What? AirPlugs? Pl- air pl- air AirPlugs. Yes. AirPlugs are like such a racket. They're such shit. The little ones. Oh, the ones that are made out of recycled used bubble gum? Yeah. Yeah. I cannot believe the market they have. They don't fit in anybody. I'm not going to rant about this, but I can't believe. They fit in my ears fine. Do they stay? Yeah. What? Absolutely. I've never had a pro- I mean, I've only used them a handful of times, but when I did, I wasn't like fr- frustrated. Is this another discrimination against the smaller people? Maybe your small ears. Because it doesn't work for me. It just keeps coming out and it makes me very angry. Yeah, I, I've never had a problem. We need to look for size, uh, ear, ear, for baby ear plug ear size. bug pods. Yes, earbug yeah. pods. So un- unrelated, I was, uh, I was scrolling through YouTube. And first of all, YouTube thinks that I am like right of right wing. Oh, yeah. They think I was at the Capitol. And, and just to be clear, I'm on neither side. You all can play your games in your little circle of hell, and I'll just be walking around smoking cigarettes and laughing about bees. But YouTube thinks I'm Kyle Rittenhouse. Whenever the YouTube app on the Apple TV launches, I'm a little like, eh. Yeah. Is he just like, oh, it's so, <laughs> or is there a problem here? Well, I'm, you, I get all of, I get Steven Crowder, I get Benny Shapiri, I get Jordan Peterson, I get all of these right wing Pundit, I don't know what they're called. I do too because of you. You have done this to me. And I don't care to like comment on politics. That is not why we're here. No. So I don't don't care what anyone's actually talking about because all I can focus on are these ancillary things that aren't necessarily directly related. But I'll, I'll be watching like a hydraulic press video. And then all of a sudden I'm like, Ben Shapiro's eyebrows are amazing. Yeah. And I'll just be watching him for like 20 minutes. And like, does he get them done? Does yeah. he does he paint them on? Why do they look so good? You're transfixed. And so, yeah. So meanwhile, the algorithm's like, he loves this. Yeah. His eyes are gazing at those eyebrows. Like, and I know this is old news, but with Jordan Peterson, I saw this clip of him uh, come up with, uh, what's the British, what's the British guy who comments on American? John Oliver. No, the he's like right wing. Piers Morgan? Yes, Piers Morgan. He got fired for something. They all get fired for something. Well, I'm, I'm watching Piers Morgan interview Jordan Peterson. And again, I, this time I'm transfixed by his suit because he looks like like he's on his way to becoming Jack Skellington. I know that reference now. Now you do. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. So I Jordan Peterson starts crying. And again, I know this is old news, Jordan Peterson crying, but for a while there, he alleged that he was crying because he was sick. Hmm. So then I see this clip of him on uh, Piers Morgan being asked a seemingly innocent question, which is, what's the best and worst part about being you? And Jordy P can't handle it. What's the best and worst thing about being Jordan Peterson? The worst? I'm a bit much, you might say. I'm sort of running in, I'm running in all directions very rapidly, and so that can be 
um, a bit much. It's hard on people around me. I'm a bit much, man. And what's the best thing about you? The best thing about being me? Yeah. It's overwhelming, really. Well, the deep appreciation that people have for what I've been doing. Mm. It's stunning. It's, it's soul-destroying. Soul-destroying? Is it not soul-enhancing? I mean, I feel it when I do interviews with you, the reaction I get from people, just how much you mean to them. I, I mean, I can imagine it. Yeah, well, that's a bit much, you know. I mean, look, when I go, wherever I go, it's so strange, eh, because wherever I go, it's like I have friends there because I walk down the street and people wave at me and, you know, they call up my name and... It's a bit it's much. It's a bit much. It's a, we get it's it. It's really something, but... It's amazing. But it's hard it? to... It's, it is. It's hard to... It's hard to wrap my head around it. It's very hard to wrap my head around it. And especially because it happened to me, you know, when I was... Well, I didn't, when I was older than 50, it's, it's been quite an adjustment. I wouldn't say it's one I've made. And it's an, it's an immense responsibility. And I'm but not he complaining can't, about that. He can't all. just break out into tears like this. I mean, he's always crying. He's always crying. And, and his whole shtick is that he's like, you know, masculinity is, is being demolished. Like, yeah. he's always worried about masculinity. Right, and growing and, a thick skin. And a classic adaptation of that. So you can't be arguing and fighting for, uh, you know, th th this this idea of masculinity, but also be crying at the, at the slightest idea of something emotional. And it's not just this. I mean, I don't mind some being moved by gratitude to tears. That's a nice sentiment, but it seems to be everything. It's everything. I it's everything. It's I don't know, man. I don't even like hate everything about. We went to go see him in real life. We did go to see him. It was mainly just because, like, what could he? What could this possibly be what like? What happens? Why? Why? First of all, why is he speaking? What's he talking about? Who is coming to see him speak? Yeah, we were outliers. We were sure. very much so. There was. We started noticing these like herds of boys in we suits. Were yeah. And you can tell they all got together and they were like, we're going to see our Jordan Peterson. And we're going to wear suits to impress him. It's like sitting at Wilco. It's like two of the friends wearing suits. And then it's like, well, fuck, we all got to wear suits. They probably didn't all want to wear suits, but they have to. Like wearing a suit is not a sign of masculinity. No, and it's tremendously uncomfortable. I haven't worn one, but there's no way it's more comfortable than... Yeah, you a know shirt? what's you know what's more masculine than wearing a suit? Chopping down a tree. Try doing that yeah. in a suit, Jordy P. Like it's not so the th the fact that he's influencing all these people, and then we so we go there, and we're we're like listening to him talk, and I have no idea what he's talking well, about. He was so late too. I was ready to leave. Yeah. What about punctuality? Yeah, it was like twenty minutes late. He was, I think it was forty something minutes yeah, late. Yeah, we're just like, man, this is really. So we ended up leaving in the middle of it because we had no idea. It was stuff on marriage. There was stuff on marriage. There were people taking notes, like handwritten notes, like with notebooks, writing out like, furiously, just like everything. And what he said made no sense. There's nothing to take away from it. He was like, "Getting along in marriage is like having two stones, pulverizing them into dust, and then mixing the dust together, and there's still two stones." But now they're dust, and having children is like adding water to the dust. It brings them back together, but not without consequence. I had a patient come to me a few weeks ago who said, I'm not feeling well. 
I said, for two weeks, you're going to make your bed with nothing but beef and you're never going to cheat. And you're going to wear a suit where one side is made of beef and the other is made of the tallow. And the beef side, the muscle, the meat, will represent hard work, hell. And the tallow side will represent heaven, abundance, resources, gratitude, children, hierarchy, dominance, fear, remorse, properly, reward system, hell, hell on earth. It's like, what is he saying? How do you do that? You're just improving, like, you just really harness something there. I black oh out. Oh my god, I'm like crying. I don't even know what to do. I'm just in like a hysteria, like, no one would know it because when I laugh the hardest, I'm the you quietest. You go quiet, yeah. yeah. I, start, I stop breathing. That was a really good impression. Thank you. And that is exactly what it felt like. That is what it's it felt like. I mean, that's that's what listening to him at that talk sounded like. Yeah. No exaggeration. No. And I like I cry. I cry at everything. There is nothing I don't cry at. Dead bee on the makes me cry. I think dead. Not even dead. Everything makes me cry. So I welcome normalizing crying. I have no problem with men crying. I think that's great. Even no, the things yeah. he's crying at, I think are great things. But in the culmination of but you can't. You you have to be able to keep your composure. You gotta, especially if, your whole if you're. Shtick. Yeah, if that's your whole shtick. Yeah, it's just the hypocrisy. I mean, there's a reason I don't take a stance on anything. I'm like a fickle atheist because it's like, what are you gonna get me on? You know what I mean? Right. Because he's like crying about God, and but he's also swearing, and he's all these ideals. It's like so you can just be like, you're being a hypocrite. People make mistakes, but if your whole thing is ideal, you know, but. I don't, you can't set yourself up with, you can't have opinions. Right. If you're going to have opinion, like, for example, my opinions are oftentimes paper thin. Yeah. I only believe in them to laugh. For the conversations. For the purpose of the conversation. I believe in nothing. Mad. You're not emotionally invested. So it's like, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. I don't care. Right. But when you make your whole business model based Crying on Crying like, about hell. Like... Stop it. Every time he says hell, he breaks out into tears. I have noticed that. What the bloody? And, and also, if Jordan Peterson starts to uh, get quiet, if he if he stops talking at any point, and, and he could just stop for any reason, and that's how you know that, oh, no. It's on its way. He's He's crying now. I mean, you see those signals with me. I mean, he'll be like, this morning for breakfast, I had an English muffin. But it's not fair. It's not bloody fair. These children are eating toast and I'm having an English muffin. Hell. Come on, You're Jordan. Make me cry. I'm in a weird state right now. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I uh yeah, it's just you can't break into it's tears okay every cry. time you say the word hell. It's okay to cry. It's fine to cry. The things he cries about aren't always bad. But you can't make the whole thing about, you know what I mean? Yeah. If you're going to be about resilience and not having snowflakes, it's very snowflake behavior. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. You can't complain about people crying about Trump getting elected. Yeah. Which is funny, but you can't complain about that and 
also cry saw, about marriage. Crying about the idea, Cain and Abel. the idea of marriage. Cain and Abel. I saw him cry about. Like what? There's nothing to even say because I don't remember because I didn't know what to do. Yeah, it's just kind of a conflicting identity. I feel like because he's—I don't know when he went super Christian and God, God bless him, but he's super Christian now. But then he still like retains all this swearing, and he's very like. Yeah, he does, and he'll like he'll take the Lord's name in vain. And I heard him say the F word. Yeah. How you can't be you can't be like people are going to you can't you can't be crying about hell. And also being like, people are worried about the material things and they should be worried about going to goddamn fucking hell. <laughs> like, you can't be, you can't believe in hell and also say goddamn God fucking. No. You can't. Pick a lane, brother. Sorry. You can say fucking, probably. Not goddamn. But goddamn explicitly breaks the rule. Yeah. So, you're saying... I really like your Jordan Peter. I'm gonna have you just start talking. It's to me not like the that. best impression, but it's so it's fun. Better, it is so it's fun. So much better than like 95 percent of the ones. There I've are seen people on the out there with really good. Jordan I don't. Peterson but there's a lot of bad ones. I'm just saying you could probably make a living out of this. You should probably quit your job. I'll just dress up as the Riddler and go on. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Go around crying. You just go get some spirit Halloween suits. But also, what is what is Pierce Morgan doing? What what is with these? First of all. He's British, right? Yeah. Why is he? Why do British people comment on what we're doing? Yeah, you can't be here. Like, you can be here, but you can't talk about what we're doing here. Like, I don't know. There's Russell Brand. Mm -hmm. There's Milo Yiannopoulos. First of all, why do they all lean right wing? John Oliver, he's not. But what is with these British people commenting on what we're doing in American politics. Such authority. With such authority. Yeah. Like, you don't hear us complaining about uh, Parliament. I wouldn't even know what to say. Like, we're never going to go over to England and be like, well, the, the Prime Minister's role is unequivocally to lead the House of Commons. Because no. we don't know. I don't even know if any of that made sense. I think so. If I went over there, it would be the, like, referee that... Because it's so fun. It's so fun when they're yelling at each other. They don't even care about anything. That is fun. Like, my commentary would be like, look how great this is. In Congress, we're all like, well, I think... They're always making fucking signs. I don't... That really grinds my gears, those signs. Yeah. They're making signs, but they just duke it out and... they're just like yelling at yeah, each other. Yeah, they're just yelling. Oh, don't watch the all we're gone. And then they go, and, you know, there's like a Oi! Yeah, just yeah, everybody. It's fucking awesome. It's great. What a great time. I'm but super we're not jealous. As, as fun as it would be. We're not over there meddling and commenting on maybe we are. Maybe there are Americans over there yeah. commenting. But I I haven't seen it. We don't know them. I just think you're you know, if you're British, you're not in this club. Yeah. And you don't want to be. What are you and doing? And you don't want to be. We it's left horrible. we left you to do our own thing. We're fucking it up. Go pour your tea on your beans and talk about the queen. I don't know. Yeah, just be proud that you're not part of this disaster. Yeah. Why do you it's a sickness. It's a sickness to want to be part of it. Well, speaking of disaster. I sorry for that swallow. Speaking of disaster, there is uh have you heard of Campy Flegri? No, I'm, and first of all, I'm not, it's an it's an Italian it's a volcano in Italy. Okay, 
And I'm not going to sit here and do the accent. Like when somebody's at Olive Garden, they're like, I'll have the fettuccine. <laughs> it's like, that's not how you talk. Yeah. So you don't say it I with the accent. It insulting. It's racism. Yeah. So it can't be flagry. Fine, I'll do it. Can't be flagry. It's a, it's a massive volcano in Italy, and it's only about like 15 miles away from Mount Vesuvius. And it hasn't gone off since like the 1500s in any significant way. There were some earthquakes from it in the 80s, but Campi Flegri is about to go off. Really? Yes. Is and it a big boy? It's a, it, that's your big boy. And if it goes <laughs> off in a big enough way, it's possible that the eruption would agitate Mount Vesuvius because they're connected through lava channels. Really? And both could go off at the same time. I had no idea the mechanics of that could even happen. Well, it makes sense. It, I don't that know. Goes I just off never and... thought about anything. I don't think about anything. So, it's empty up here. So over the past few weeks, there have been uh, increasing earthquakes in the area. Um, earlier in the month, there were some like 1.4 and 1.9 magnitude earthquakes. And just Monday of this past week, there was a f- four point. Uh, a 3.6 magnitude earthquake. That's scary. So this seismic activity is increasing, and they're worried that Campi Flegri is going to go off. and Chain reaction. Yeah, so Italy is preparing to mass evacuate like t- tens of thousands of people if they detect In that it might areas? happen. areas? I think it's all considered one area. I, yeah, I guess if it's 15 It's like miles. Naples. Does okay. that sound right? Does yeah. that sound like it's in Italy? Probably. So, but if this goes off, and, and some experts say that the probability of it actually going off are pretty low, um, but there's at least enough concern to have evacuation protocols in place. How terrifying. So if it does go off, in a worst-case scenario, not only would... The air become unbreathable in like a 100 to 200 mile radius. 200 miles? Yes, because volcanic ash, it would uh. just fill the air. But it could trigger, if it, if it does trigger Vesuvius to go off, that could send so much ash into the air that it causes a two to three year winter all over the world. What? So it could cause a global winter. From this ash? For years. What? That might even spin us into the next ice age. What are you saying to me? Yes, this is. I mean, this is how ice ages have kicked off in the past. I don't know how anything works. This dude. is how. This is how they think the Neanderthals were wiped out from this same volcano. So it's our time. Oh, really? Yeah. I literally don't know anything. That's crazy. It just seems like we should have some sort of mechanism to f- stop it. Stop it. Yeah. Mix some. Put a big ice cube in the volcano. N- Chemical mix. Oxyclean in the volcano. Yeah. It'll clear out. put a lid on it? Get Elon on that. He can make a lid. Volcano lids. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Why not try it? Surely have we ever can, tried it? We have rockets. If we can go to space, we can contain a volcano. I already have horrible seasonal depression. I'm going to have seasonal three-year sadness. Yeah. Although I think the excitement of trying to survive might out, you know. Yeah, that'd be tight. Yeah. yeah. Then I welcome it. Who cares? But to make things even weirder, the bees are also predicting that we're going to have an exceptionally cold time They're predicting? in the near soon. The bees. Yes. They've got their charts out and they're doing the... 
Yeah, the B. The they they broke into a B science club and yeah, they're running the numbers. No, apparently, so bees will kick out the drone bees in late October to conserve resources yeah. in the hive because they just really don't do anything in the winter, so they kill them. Um, and it's sad. That's sad. But they usually do this in late October. A lot of beekeepers are saying that their drone bees are being kicked out up to seven weeks earlier than normal, which means that the bees know the bees are preparing to have limited resources for a while. And on top of that, the, the way that bees store honey in the hive, they usually just store honey all throughout the hive. And in the winter, they just go fetch it and bring it where it needs to go within the hive. But the bees are packing the honey close to the queen, which is weird behavior, apparently. So they're preparing to not really be able to move out from the center of the hive, basically. So the bees are predicting cold weather approaching. We've got this volcano system in Italy that's about to go off. And yeah, a worst case scenario will be cold for a long time. Darkness. And darkness. Lots of darkness. I don't want any part of that. Even oh, And on top of that, the farmer's almanac. Hmm? The farmer for first uh, of all, why the farmer's almanac is basically Pluxitani Phil. What? Like those are the same What did you say to me? Punxitani Phil. Punxitani Phil. Is that a person? It's a gr- it's a Phil? groundhog. What the hell? You never heard of Groundhog's Day with a groundhog? He has a name, Punxsutawney Phil. His name is Punxsutawney Phil. Yeah. I don't believe you. Is that true? Yes. Punxsutawney Phil. I Punxsutawney I could not make up those syllables if my life depended on it. Punxsutawney. Punxsutawney. I'm sorry. It's Punxsutawney Phil. Everyone knows about Punxsutawney Phil. But yeah, apparently, uh, Punxsutawney Phil is right in the the, um, the farmer's almanac. Is he alive? Yes. Is it the same? It's not been the same one. <laughs> This can't have a name. It needs to be like the fourth. They just like, yeah, they should. Punxsutawney needs, four. This is, I'm sorry. I'm not going to get caught up in the logist. Continue. But yeah, Punxsutawney Phil is uh, the Almanac. writer of the Falmer's Fal- Fal- Almanac. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so the Falmer's Fal- Fal- Almanac, <laughs> that's really hard to say. It is hard to say. The Falmer's Almanac is also predicting colder weather than normal. A lot of snow. Um, Are they just jumping on the bandwagon of the bees and the volcanoes? No, I think the the Almanac is written very far in advance. Okay. So, I don't know. It probably wasn't written like by the Baba Vanga, but... Nah, not this time. It was written in far advance. At, at this point, I feel like fa- a farmer's almanac is just a gag gift. There's no way that any f- real farmer is taking that seriously. Yeah, I don't know. I saw, I guess, people that don't know how we make the show, but we both have like things we think about, and then we have an outline, and we don't tell each other. It's just like I see farmer's almanac in the right. outline, and I'm like, where is this going? Right. So I saw the farmer's almanac in the f- outline. So then I was like, what's going on with the Farmer's Almanac? You know? So I went on their website. I almost bought I almost bought a Farmer's Almanac. As a gag gift. No, I was like, what is what is in here? What's the treasure of secrets? And then I got a Swedish Swedish dishcloth, and then they had like recycled ornaments. I almost bought like so much shit from the farmersalmanac.com. But then they charged eight dollars for shipping. Which if they just made the farmer's almanac eight dollars more and then free shipping, I would have bought it. Right. But 
Yeah, there are social channels are kicking. Farmers Almanac Social. Yeah, Instagram has right. like one hundred thirty-six thousand followers. Are they all? All they are they all farmers and all over the age of sixty years old? No, it's like they have a social media person that's making like Canva. Okay, like the moon is happening again. You know. But right, and everyone's like, wow, <laughs> huh? the almanac was right. They get some decent Again. engagement. This is the farmer's, al- is it almanac, almanac? Al- I like almanac. Farmer's almanac farmer's is easier almanac. to say than farmer's far, far almanac. The farmer's almanac is one of their top posts says rabbit, rabbit. So it's like, what's, what's rabbit, rabbit? Oh, fuck you. God damn it. I'm not logging in. This post said rabbit, rabbit, and I noticed it had engagement higher than most. And the post is like, don't forget the first of the month is coming. Remember to say rabbit, rabbit. Right. People just like commented like, yeah. Like they know. Oh, what, thanks. Like rabbit, they know what rabbit. rabbit is. Do you know what rabbit, rabbit is? I know. Neither did I. Rabbit, rabbit. Rabbit, rabbit. Is the instructions just to say it? Oh, is the first day of the month you wake up immediately say rabbit, rabbit. Every month or just October? Every month. Every is- month. <laughs> I thought that was the most outrageous part. I was like, get ready. Then this is a month. You have to say rabbit, rabbit every month. Every month, if you want good kitings. So the first of every month. Every month. You're instructed to say, the, the farmer's almanac wants no, you to say. The, the, it's a big tradition that Amongst know what about. community? The world. This is not a thing. This is a thing between at least the U.S. and the U.K. This is a thing. No one knows this. They do. I they think, don't. I think they do. Hey, if you've heard of rabbit <laughs> saying rabbit, rabbit upon your first wake of the, the, the new month. Please leave a comment. I have looked up rabbit, rabbit in quotations on Google and there are 2.3 million results. One of them is a bar, but what does it mean? You f- what if you forgot to say it? You're in luck. You're, you can still say Tibber, Tibber. And st- if you say, if you forget to say it, you can say rabbit, rabbit backwards and you'll be in the clear. This is terrible. If you forget to say, wh- at what point can you say Tibber, Tibber? Well, I don't know. Can we just say that now and tipper, we're tipper. in the clear? Yeah. Tipper, tipper. 20th of the month. Rabbit, rabbit's a thing, I guess. But. But amongst what group? I don't know. It's, 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 the origin is from the UK. I didn't know Alice in Wonderland's from 1865. It's old, yeah. Huh. Very old. Another movie I haven't seen that I'm like, yeah, I've seen that because it was pop. I don't know. The movie tells the whole the, the 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 movie title tells the whole story. She's in Wonderland. She's Alice. Mad Hatter. Yes. Okay. So that's part of where it comes from. She's luckily she's luckily glided. She's luckily guided by a white rabbit through fantastical adventures. But then they're like FDR used to say rabbits on the first day of each month, and he was known to carry a lucky rabbit's foot during the election, and he won by a landslide. The first Democrat to win both the Electoral College and popular votes in 80 years. So it's like, he won the election, he has rabbit's foot, he says, rabbit, rabbit, it's good luck. And then there's other stuff, some people say, bunny, bunny. But this is a thing. I had no idea that people were this deranged. I know, so then I'm starting to think about other, like, superstitions. I don't know, I go on a superstition rabbit hole. Rabbit, rabbit hole. Rabbit, rabbit hole, nope. Pun intended. Toenails. We all, we all got them. We all got them. 
are these fingernails? Why do they say toenails? It's nails. What do you mean? Why isn't there a term for finger and toenails? Nails. They're just nails. But if you said nails, you think about nails. You think about nails. They're they're digit nails. Digitnails.net. Um superstition around nails. Digit nails. Do you know Finger any? and toenails. Yeah. Okay. It's nail clippings specifically. May I teach you? Yeah, because I've never heard a, a nail superstition. There are nails, I mean, they are they are a plenty. So, in some cultures, it's believed you should dispose of your nail clippings carefully, often burying or burning them. Because if someone were to find them, they could use them against you in a malevolent, malevolent manner, including witchcraft or sorcery. So, I mean, what does that mean? You know what I mean? This was before, this was made before they knew about DNA. Yeah. Which is also, I guess, something you could do. This is in the 15th. We found his we found his toenail clippings here. Yeah. Why was but I still was like, what is it? Why? You know what I mean? But then I found a Reddit thread because there's a witchcraft Reddit subreddit, of course. Yeah. And they and I don't know what a lot of these words mean, but I'm gonna read it to you. And I thought she was original, but what she's saying is from the seventeenth century England, so I was giving her way too much credit. This is called a witch's bottle, by the way. She says, as others have stated, the toenail clipping, like hair and spit, blood, and other fluids, are effective tag locks. Owing to the contagious connection, they could still hold with the person they belong to, which is why many cultures still have and do dispose of hair cuttings and nail clippings as to avoid spirits and witches getting them. I have many times used clippings in witch bottles, small doppelganger decoys, one deploys, and berries in the property you dwell to trap and confuse maleficia, maleficia, like malicious, maleficia, and hexes from reaching you. I've got a few dozen out there from the last few years, including on my per- current property, three pins, three thorns, and three shards of class. My own hair clippings and piss go into a mason jar. Her right- own hair clippings and piss? Yeah, into a mason jar. Which, which hair and piss? Which hair, piss, nail clippings Okay. into a mason jar, and the right words to empower it, and bam! Four of each direction buried in the wee hours of the night. Efficient wards and easy to make. But yeah, there's like, they've found witch bottles from the 17th century that are full of like piss and hairs and nail clip. So this is not a new thing. She's she's copying the old witches of old. This is insane. So that's one, that's one superstition around fingernails. Don't have them around loose because someone could find them and then they c- can haunt you. Throw spells at you. The eight witch, the eight people in your town that believe in witches will find your know. toenails. They could be. More. They'll go to the dump. They'll go to the municipal dump. Yeah. And they're gonna find toenails. And then they're gonna. They're gonna piss on them. <laughs> That's part of it. They have to pee on it. Yeah. And then here's what I don't get about witches. Have any of your spells ever worked? Ever. Have any of your witch spells ever done anything? Because I think the answer is no. I'll say the answer is yes. Because we don't know how granular these witch spells get. I spell that I sleep tonight and wake up again another day. I don't know. Yeah, but they're always like to ward off spirits. Yeah, prove to me that the spirit was going to come. 
Right. Like the proof is that and the that your your, your piss toenail concoction. Yeah. Just a little vial of piss toenails Not and hair. Not a vial, a mason jar. A mason jar. To fill up a mason jar. Do you know how many peas I would have to pee to fill up a mason jar of pee? Oh, I'd have half a pee. If, I guess yeah. it doesn't have to be a thirty-two ouncer, but that's, that's what I consider a mason jar. I guess it could be. Sp- that's a lot of pee. And the just like when you have to pee at the doctor's office, when you do as a lady and see if you're pregnant or test, I don't know what else is in there. It's not easy to pee in a cup as a lady. I can't imagine. It's not easy as a guy either because you have to stop your flow. Uh, no, you can't, and you have yeah. to stop it. There's no way. And then I, you're then you're left with the the pissy blue balls. That's sad. It is. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to talk about how I do it because I my technique is probably wrong, but it's risky business. And I, I don't know <laughs> anything about how that would work. I don't but either. all I know is I would take the cup and press it against my lady parts. Yeah. And just go. But I, I don't have a plan for what yeah, I don't know how that works. And it's even if you're not peeing on your hand, it's the cup gets warm and that disturbs me. But yeah, to, to pee in a mason jar is no easy task, I think. I don't know. Depends how big the mason jar. The smaller the mason jar, the less piss there has to be, but then it's a smaller do witches, target. Do witches have like a, a toilet seat funnel that goes on top of the mason jar? That would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I would just love to have that. Sharks. Sharks. Have you Which ever... piss funnel for mason jars? Hell yeah. So that's what I learned about that, but that's not the only toenail... T- superstition there is may i teach you more please yeah well there's a japanese superstition that it's bad luck to clip your nails at night which they think it dates back to like back when they didn't have electricity it was not good to use sharp objects at night so that's just like a practical thing right but there's superstition and it's wildly specific that you will not see your parents on their deathbed if you clip your nails at night they will die before you see them again. Then, I, Yeah, then I would clip my nails every night. Because you want your parents to die? No, not that I don't, not that I want them to die, but I don't necessarily need to be there right when it happens. I'd like to see them before, and I'd like to get the call. I don't want to be there in the moment. Well, yeah, you don't want to be there. So I'd be clipping my toenails every night. There's also some of them believe in premature death, but it seems it's mostly surrounding just not seeing your parents die, which is a weird, what's the correlation? Who, who wants to see their parents <laughs> die? Well, I think it's you won't see them before they die, so it's like our parents would die right now. We never got to say goodbye. Okay, that's I can't sad. think about my parents dying because I'll start crying that's like Jordan sad. Peterson, but... Hell. Yeah. Then there's an old superstition that suggests specific days for nail cutting. There's a nursery rhyme. Surrounding cutting your nails, may I read it to you? Yes, I will. Cut them on Monday, you cut them for health. Cut them on Tuesday, you cut them for wealth. Cut them on Wednesday, you cut them for news. Cut them on Thursday, a new pair of shoes. Cut them on Friday, you cut them for sorrow. And cut them on Saturday, see your true love tomorrow. Cut them on Sunday, the devil will be with you all week. So be careful. Just for one week, though? Yeah, who cares? I could try that out. So I guess cut them on Monday for health. No, the wealth. New pair of shoes. Oh, yeah, wealth. Wealth would be awesome. Because then you can just buy the new pair yeah. of shoes. Always cut your toenails on the Tuesdays. That's that's wealth. Yes. Okay, yes. And don't do it on Sundays. What was the news? The news. Cut them for news. Not what even does that Sundays, mean? Just news to receive any news. 
cut your toenails if you want to receive updates about something. I don't know. But you're going to get updates either if you cut your nails or well, not. You're going to get some extra news. That is a waste <laughs> nail cutting day. Don't do it on a Wednesday. Oh, then, I had no idea. I didn't know people had any super, super, superstitions around this. I have one more. And Another I, toenail superstition? Yeah, I'm actually not showing you all of them because it would be the rest of the podcast. I have one more, and then I have to show you a man that I makes me feel weird. Jordan Peterson. Yes. In some cultures, it's considered bad luck to give someone a pair of nail clippers or scissors because it's believed it could sever the relationship. If clippers or scissors are given as a gift, the recipient might give a small amount of money in return to buy the gift and avoid the bad luck. So you, like, give someone a gift of nail clippers and then they pay you to, like, buy them back. Who's giving people nail clippers? I don't know. When has this ever happened? I don't know. I feel like that would be a very strange relationship. Unless it was an easy way to announce that you would like to sever the friendship. (laughs) Just like. I'm going to start using that. (laughs) And the person just I'm like like, laughing a little too maniacally about this. I'm like. Really, Dan? (laughs) Just like. Yes. That would make my life so much easier than. Okay. So that's an option if yeah. you ever want to do that. And then there's this man. Hold on. I read on Medium, you may share my screen. Why? No, I don't want ads. On Medium, I read why I kept my nail clippings in a jar for five years. Short answer, because it's hilarious and a way to say I care. Look at that. For our listeners, it's a... It's like if somebody made a smiley face out of Parmesan cheese, but instead of Parmesan cheese, it's toenails. Its nose is so thick. That's my toe. Every time I clip my toenail, that's it's like it's like cutting a tree in half. Really? Yeah. When I have when I cut my toenails, it is the. It's the nose. It's almost. It's, I have to squeeze sometimes with all of my might <laughs> on the on, with both hands. Do your arms get shaky? And then it, it like cuts through it. Yeah. <laughs> He startled me. That's what it's like cutting yeah, my toenails. Does it startle you as well? I have well? some thick toenails. That's impressive. Thank you. It's a sign of manliness. It is. I guess there's not a lot to say here other than he's like being quirky and but I just I hate that. Then you grind them into a dust and you make a flower. And then you inhale them. But yeah. he has a loving partner that like embraces this about him. Um, that's all there is to say about, I just mostly wanted you to see this. So that's not a superstition. That's just, that's just a man who wants attention and he yeah. kept it for five. Why is, why is some of them red? I was wondering that myself. I actually never read red nail polish. That's like, then do it with like red nail polish like two times. Yeah. I just feel like that's an extraordinary amount of clippings for even five years. But then. I've had nail clippings on my mind because I was listening to my second favorite podcast, the Ross Bowen podcast. They have listener calls and someone called about toenails. What did they say? Oh, they asked if it was like trashy to like cut your toenails in weird places, like in public and stuff. Yes. And he like named all these things. Like he's seen them. People clip their nails everywhere. He's like, I've seen them waiting for an Uber. I've seen them at a concert. I've seen them do it. Like he's naming like 15 different places. And I'm like, I've never seen, people talk, I've never seen anyone clip their toenails, finger anywhere that's inappropriate. I think I've seen it like once at a, like at an outdoor mall, somebody just sitting on a bench clipping their fingernails. 
But I've never seen. Yeah, that's probably it. Like, it's not common. Is it? Are they? Are they lying? Or is this some part of epidemic? I'm not sure of. But then it brought up the conversation on how do you, or where do you clip your nails? And he, he Ross Boland says he does it on the toilet, like while he's sitting on the toilet. Yeah. Which I thought was like so crazy. What do you mean? Why would that be crazy? I just feel like that's. That's my go-to spot. When you're on the toilet? Ross, I'm with you. Um, yeah, you sit like on the toilet. Sitting, well, you, first of all, first of all, like, it's not like the toilet seat is up and you're sitting on an open bowl. That's you, what he's. No. What? You, does he do it while he's like defecating? No, but it's open so they can fall in. Oh, he puts his foot over the hole and he flushes no, his. He, uh-huh. I feel like on the, t- hmm. I feel like sitting, yeah, sitting on the toilet means you're sitting. You're sitting. What? This, what? You put the toilet seat down so it becomes a flat toilet seat seat at this point. No, not but it far. doesn't drop because he talks about how they go flying and how it goes into the toilet. So it has to be open. He must be, if he's doing that, he's putting his foot on the rim of an open, of an open toilet seat. I guess that's less disturbing, but. That's highly disturbing. (laughs) What do you do? I just sit down and I clip them and then I, they, they do go flying With it open? No, I leave the toilet seat down. It becomes a normal seat (laughs) and I sit on that with my clothes on. I'm not naked. My butthole isn't facing (laughs) any water. I am. Just sitting on a toilet, it becomes a chair because the bathroom is a place where terrible, gross things happen. I might be slandering And clipping him. my toenails because you don't know what he does? Yeah, because or... maybe he does what you do. I just feel like he said when I'm on the toilet, which would mean you're sitting on the toilet because if they go strays, they go in. That would have to be it's sitting. Not, it's not when I'm on the toilet that I cut my toenails. I go to sit on the toilet to cut my toenails. Sitting on the toilet implies that you like are defecating. Why I'm so confused. Every time you explain it, I get more confused. Okay. You know how there are two flaps to a toilet seat? <laughs> Step one. One of them opens up and reveals a seated hole. And that's where you go. The other one opens up and so makes you're... a wider area for a man to urinate in. Yeah. When both are shut, it is a flat sealed top that you can sit on top of. But where do your clippings go? On the ground. In They fling off into a door. They fling off into the shower. And I pick them up and I go find them. What is going on? What do you? <laughs> he explained something similar. What do you mean? Or he's like, they go flying and then he like vacuums them after or something. Or she... Yeah, I just go pick them all up. Why? Because they, cause they go I everywhere. Understand? I was like, let's just put it, do what I do. I just get a, like two, three pieces of toilet paper and then I just, and then put on the toilet paper. What do you mean you put them on the toilet paper? I can put toilet paper on the surface. Well, sure, but like, how do you catch them? There's nothing to catch. They just, and then they just pull it off. <sighs> well, I don't tear it off when it's connected. Okay, good. I just, it's ready to come. Just beep. But you're saying yours don't do no, that. So, because my toenails are so big that when, like, you can't just like. You need like safety goggles. I should. I should have safety goggles. Because, yeah, every time, kink, tung, they just go flying. Yeah. What a thrill. It's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, yeah, I can't. There's, there, there would be no way to catch them other than to cover myself in a small little net. Huh. And that would even, that would be harder than to get the toenails out of the net, unless it was a disposable toenail net. Sharks. 
disposable toenail Or I could set up little jars of witch piss all over the bathroom and try to aim for the witch piss. Yeah. Sorry, I have to burp. Oh, juicers. Um, hold on. Oh, yeah. Well, I guess it's not weird what he has done, but it's one of those examples of things that's like, I hear it on the internet or Twitter and it's something that doesn't come up in conversations and it's like, people live this way? Because when you talk about like, where do you cut your toenails, right? I had the same well, thing. Where, where do you cut yours? Well, it depends. If it's my fingernails, which grow much faster, I just put do on the sink and they land on the toilet paper. But if I must do my toes, I sit down. Where? On the ground. You sit down on the bathroom floor? No, well, in the wood. In the wood? Oh, you sit down like on, in the house. Yeah, and by the bathroom. The contrast of the nails against I the- feel like it's so much less weird just to do it on the toilet. I don't know if I have such dexterity. <laughs> That's the only way I can manage. I just sit down and I hate toenails. I really let them go until they're about to pierce my socks. But yeah, to, yeah I do too. Yeah, but to your point, yeah, there, there's all these like weird things that you hear about. How do you do this? And it's like, what are you talking about? Yeah. It's like when I first heard about wiping direction. Yeah. Front to back or back to front. Like that's an option? Women, of course, do front to back. Yeah. I think that all men should do back to front. Is that what you do? Yes. Really? 100%. I guess I can't picture or not. Really? Why? Why does it matter? Because it's easier. Back to... I'm sorry, I have to... You're pooping. Back to front. Back to that front. That is easier. Yes. Back to front is a more natural mine motion. mine kind of requires a lift of sorts, I think. But women can't get poo-poo in their hoo-hoo. Yeah. So they have, they have to do that. But men... When I first heard of a man wiping front to back, I was... Excuse you? You're oh. doing what now? So it's clear that their mother taught them how to wipe. Yes. So that's a great example of like, there's another way. Yeah. Another thing that came up is shower. Like, what time do you shower? Because they're like, there's this big debate of like, do you shower at night? When you're clean and your bed's clean and you're going to have clean, or are you disgusting and have the filth of the day go into the sheets with you and you're fucking disgusting, sick fuck pig, you know, basically. People are really like... They get very angry. And, but... So night... Sh- who, who gets more angry, the night showers or the morning showers? I would say the night showers. Although I would say they outnumber the morning showers. The night showers outnumber morning showers? At least showers? the threads I have anecdotally looked at. Okay. But then, yeah, there's like a red pill, blue pill meme that's like night shower, red shower, and then pile red pills. Like anyone with common sense. That's why you keep saying common sense. Everyone's saying common sense. You do it at night. I think it's crazy. It is insane to shower at night. Like, and then there's all these people like, what are you, there's option is both, which I refuse to believe that many people do both. I know so many gross people. Like, sure, I've, I've showered during twice in a day. Yeah. It's happened, but that's not my go-to. I think that. I don't. So what is the argument for someone showering at night? That they get a cleaner bed, right? Yeah. I'm sweating my dick off when I'm sleeping, so it's yes. even if I was a fresh baby. You're sweating when you're sleeping, regardless of if you've showered or not. Yes. I think what's most important, and I'm holding a little... <laughs> Metal. A little uh, dry erase board. Yeah. I think what's most important here is 
time clean, right? Yes. Like Maximizing what? your time clean. So I think, so let's just say this is a, 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 a 24-hour day here. This is your 24-hour day. Yeah. Now, if you shower, now let's say, so we're sleeping what? What's the average sleep time? Ten to ten, eleven, twelve to eight, eleven to seven. Eleven to seven. We'll go eleven to seven. So we've got about here. This is sleep time. This is eleven p.m. and then we've got till about seven a.m. I'm just. I'm not. This isn't completely accurate, but we've got. This is. That's your clean time. Th- this is. Well, this is sleep time. So you're sleeping throughout this blacked out chunk here. But that's your optimal clean time as a night sleeper, as a as night a shower. Night, so, so, and, and also, let's consider, when you take a shower, how long do you think you're truly clean for before the sweat and uh, accumulation of dead skin cells and other things start to build up and make you considered unclean? Like five hours? So I would, yeah. You've got like a, a five-hour window after your shower. In which you are asleep. To be clean. So if you're showering in the morning, you have a five-hour window. If you're showering at night, you have a five-hour window of being clean. So if you're showering, let's say you're showering at 9 p.m. If this is your shower point, this circle here, Mm -hmm. if this is when you're showering, now your five-hour window is expiring in your sleep. You've still got another like two hours. Yeah. Yeah. That, that you are now considered an encroaching on being dirty. Right. So this is the, the dirty buffer here. This is where you are exiting from clean and you are entering dirty land. And if you are sleeping, or if you're showering at night and sleeping, you have slept through your clean window. So when you wake up the next day, you're essentially and effectively waking up at the tail end of of being able to be considered That's clean. That's what I'm saying. But they count, I think, as a blank slate. Like, you don't get dirty at all. You get yet, dirty. They think you don't. You're gross after eight you're hours. You're gross. It doesn't matter what you're doing. I don't do anything. I do no physical activity all day, and I get very gross. Versus if you shower, if you shower in the... We're just going to bring back that sleep time. So if you shower in the morning at this point, now your five-hour window is the bulk of your active day. Yeah. And then you start encroaching dirty time here. And this is where you definitely are dirty. So you go to bed, sure, you're getting your bed gross. Yeah, I don't care. But when you wake up, you're starting off with a much cleaner slate and you're you're getting your bed dirty either way. Yeah, I feel like if you're whoever like daytime showers are always going to be the most presentable. There's no argument that daytime morning showers are less clean than a night shower when meeting people. It's basically what you're saying, but I'm just saying if you like it seems like very antisocial behavior. I want to be my cleanest when I'm alone. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, I don't know. I need a shower in the morning to feel like a person. Right. Like, I feel like so gross. Even if I shower, I have showered the night before a couple times. I feel horrible in the morning. I feel like a little zombie. Yeah. And it's like. Eye crust, which 
My eye boogers when I wake up, I mean, it's like yeah. it's like a bunch of rats vomited in my eyes while I was asleep. We don't need to get into my fantasies, but but then I yeah I wake up and it's like the only thing that can get rid of that is a shower. Yeah, there's no rubbing of any. Because if I if I rub it, it it will go away. But then like suddenly thirty minutes later, there's more. Yeah, it it's revealed itself. Yeah. I have tremendous eye boogers. I don't know if that's a medical condition or what. They went away for a while. They did. Something happened. I don't know. Yeah, so I thought that was we. I got a little mad about that because then they're like insulting morning showers hair, like oh you because your hair gets shitty while you're sleeping. That's why you need to shower. Like, yeah, I got all that hair. Get out of my face. Because if I shower at night, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna have to sleep in wet hair. Night showers are dirtier people. Yes, I hate them. Because at least they're dirtier when you're interacting with them. Yeah. Which is what you're saying. Yeah. So. Argument over. Morning shower is better. Sure, your bed is going to get a little dirtier, but like, unless I don't like, if you've if if you've been in a mud fight, <laughs> then yeah, you're gonna shower at night. And are people changing their sheets? I'm like, if you just didn't change your sheets for like two months, then like, sure. But like, I don't. I feel like our sheets. It's fine. And I feel like the length of a shower is a sacred time. Yes. That's another thing people that I like blew my mind on the internet that was like people don't wash their legs. Yeah, I don't you don't need to wash your legs. I didn't know that was well, even an option. The knee down. You don't need to wash. I think that I mean I have converted purely out of stupid like I want to conserve resources, but I think it's insane. It didn't I didn't even know it was an option until I heard it on the internet. I'll wash my feet. But the so the space between the knee and the ankle needs not be washed. Not in the summer. No. So here, here's the thing: washing, washing your legs from the knee to the ankle is a complete waste of your time, your energy, your soap, everything, water, all of it. When you're washing your body, and your suds and up, and you rinse off, all of that soap is then washing down your leg. Most people are probably not encountering a lot of dirt between the knee and the ankle in a normal day. But there's no rubbing. with It's just going down. It's like if you put soap and just rinsed it, it wouldn't be. Hear me out. Okay. So you've, you've soaped up your body. You've rinsed off your body from head to knee and from ankle to toe. Yes. So from there... I think that that's enough rinsing happening to clear all of the dirt that you need. Uh -huh. And what's the little bit that's left is getting removed via toweling. I'm a gentle toweler, but I see what you're saying. I'm a rough towel. Yeah, you're like Baloo the bear that's like yeah. going up against a tree. Yeah. So that, that scrub from the towel to dry all off right. is enough. I concede. I mean, I concede by that I don't wash my legs anymore, but not for the reasons you're stating, but now I feel a little better about it. I just want to be clear that not washing legs means from knee to ankle. Yeah, not like your butt. Like, I'm not like waist down, just not touching that stuff. I would not touch you if you were, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Well, now that we have that all out of the way, it's time for my favorite part of the show. Yes, it is. Cue so the song. Cue it. 
That's right. It's time for our favorite part of the show, and that is... Guess what we saw! All right. So if you're not familiar, we kind of explained it, but we saw something. And if you can guess what that thing is, we will give you a $500 Visa gift card going to oyabigtime.tv slash guest to guess what we saw. So how do you do that? You ask a series of yes or no questions, and then we'll continue to answer those until eventually we answer that yes, you have guessed the thing that we have seen. But not a series of questions, because it's only one question per Only one question. Session. So if you ask multiple questions in your <laughs> submission... I just love how long it is. We will, uh, we will not include subsequent guesses after your first. So, it's time to read the questions that we've gotten since the last episode. How many? We have received two All guesses, right. so I'll take that. It's two more than I thought. All right, so, are you ready? I'm so ready. This first guess comes from Taylor. And that guess is, is it alive? Ooh. Hmm. Hmm. That's this the sound is of where, disappointment. Yeah, that is a very disappointing sound. Yeah. Because that was our first question. We appreciate the guess, but it the does guess reveal is something. So we can't answer that question. You can't. You have to listen to all our episodes. All so, of them. Because we've already answered this, so we can't answer it again. Go back and listen to the first episode to find out. But it's not. It's probably not even the first because people didn't guess for a long time. You don't That's have to true. listen to the whole I discography. I don't know when that was. <laughs> it was so, a miracle when that happened. So is it alive? We well, already told you. We already yeah. told you. Go back in time. Listen to all of it, all eight hours. Sorry, Taylor. But we love our guessers, and we are appreciative of our guessers. It's true. And we don't mean to shit on our guesser. It's just that we've answered that guess. We have. Yeah. But we have another one. So that next question is, is it alive? No, robot. Oh, sorry. <laughs> and that next question is, is it a robot? Good one. That is a good one. Is it a robot? I'm going to leave this one to you. Hmm. Hmm. I'm stroking my proverbial beard as well. Well, the uh, according to the official rules, we can answer with one of three answers, and that is yes, no, and sometimes. In this particular instance, the thing that we saw, I think, and I would argue, is Sometimes a robot. I would say sometimes. Do we need to define a robot? A robot is any any mechanical automated mechanism that that automates something. Yeah. Any sort of machine that that runs autonomously. So sometimes this is a robot. Sometimes. So yeah. Oh, how many did you see? We missed our last episode, so it's been two weeks. I think last time God. I saw four. 
But then in this last week, I have seen. I think I've, I've seen, seen, seen a total of twelve. I think I've had seven. So in the last two weeks, we've seen nineteen. That's nineteen. Yeah, yeah. we've seen that nineteen. Sounds like a lot. That does. I mean, they're you know. Yeah. Well, we can't say, there. but they're there. They're there, and we've seen them. So yeah. So it is sometimes a robot. Did you say David? Oh, David! Thank you for uh, your um, for your guess. Thank you, David and Taylor, for your guesses. Yeah, that was guess what we saw, and we hope that you will get it. Is that the Ron DeSantis music? Yeah, that is. I'm waiting for you to sing. Tell me what. Um, but yeah, that was guess what we saw. Thanks, guessers. Thank you so much for guessing. We love you. Also, something we don't do enough. If you're watching this on YouTube. Be sure to like and subscribe and hit that thumbs up and the notification bell. So I don't even know what that stuff means. I've just heard it. Yeah. Um, But yeah, like and subscribe uh, and help us grow our YouTube. Just do it. And also a big, a big shout out and a thank you that I would like to give. There is a, uh, let's see. I just want to make sure I'm saying this right. There is a friend of ours on TikTok. Who found us on TikTok. Our new friend. And his name is Aaron Does Audio. I am 97% sure that is the exact username. It's going to be very embarrassing if it's not. I just want to make sure I'm not like missing an underscore or something. Aaron A. It's got to be. R-O-N. Aaron Does Audio. That's his username. Great guy. Yeah, he reached out. He is an audio engineer. And he was like, love the show. If you have any questions or would like my thoughts on audio stuff let me know so i did i I brought up there's this weird echo thing that's happening we don't have it quite nailed down yet yeah well we the reason for the echo is my quiet it's because you're quiet i'm quiet and so i have to have your microphone a little louder than mine yeah so we don't get the echo that's why i take shots before the episode so i talk louder thank you yeah, I broke my sobriety for this podcast. But yeah, it taught me all about side chaining, which I, I knew about from like music production, yeah. but I never even considered it for this. So thank you so much, Aaron. Aaron does audio. And he's also like funny and does cool videos that are both funny, interesting. He's kind. Around, and very, the nicest. If yeah. the internet was filled with Aaron does audios. There would be no problems. There would be no problems. No problems. So. We wouldn't be making fun of. Jordan Peterson. Th- yeah, we, w- we, would just, we would be dead. Yeah, we would. Yeah. So thank you, Aaron. Thanks, Aaron. Um, great. Hopefully, uh, hopefully, at some point, we actually get robots. I know, like Boston Dynamic. I just feel like we were promised robots. Yeah, we weren't like we growing were up. Filled. Yeah, I thought we'd have those by now. Not so. Not so at all. It's like I don't know. I, I saw this video of this like parrot using an iPad, like with its beak or its toes. Yeah, look up like a uh, parrot using iPad. It's it's just if if animals can evolve to use the technology that we've created, like we're gonna have we're gonna have parrots making cars before we have a real robot. Yeah. At this point, were you able to find that video? Is it the Reddit one? Uh, yeah. Have you seen this? I have not seen this. So this is a parrot using an iPad. I'm hitting play. Aww. 
it's watching. It's scrolling for our It knows listeners. where to scroll. It knows where to scroll. It's watching parrot videos. <laughs> the woman has closed YouTube. The parrot has opened YouTube. I mean, it's absolutely amazing. She has forced quit YouTube. He is reopening YouTube. And he's scrolling. And finding recommended videos Aww. of other parrots. And it, like, knows which one it wants to watch. Which, first of all, whoever's doing the fucking dishes how in the background... How dare you? This is a miracle of... of that shows how ordinary this behavior is. Because they're yeah. just like, I don't give a fuck. I'm doing silver. How much silver? There's so much silverware, by the way. Yeah, it's like they just oh. have a bucket of silverware. <laughs> I don't think they like that one. Yeah, fuck you. What is it like for that parrot to watch YouTube? This is a bird literally using an iPad. It's so cool. Why does that make me emotional? Because it's amazing. It's amazing. Because it's a bridge between the animal kingdom and human technology. Apple technology. In a way that we... I, I, I haven't seen that before. No. It's always like, oh, a monkey can tap on a shape. Yeah, it's like, well, they're us, so... Right. Yeah. This well, is a... This is a parrot using... Is that a parrot? Are they parrots? What are they? Mm, I don't know. The parrots, parakeets. It's not a parakeet. No, I don't it's know. It's a parrot. It's a beautiful bird and it's using an iPad. I just, they're, I feel like they're not fulfilling their potential in this world. The they birds? They use iPads. Yeah. Oh, we should be giving every bird an iPad. I mean, they could really figure some stuff out. They'll evolve into being able to do some phenomenal things. Some art and some Candy Crush. That bird could play Candy Crush for sure. For sure. Yeah. I just, yeah, I think it's amazing and uh, it's absolutely amazing. Evolution is one of my favorite things. I know that's a very generic thing to say, but it's very fascinating. It's it's crazy to think that animals could, like, we could change the course of how animals evolve with a, a, an iPad. Yeah, or we could make French bulldogs and turn wolves and uh, we'll get into that rant, but... I think one of the things that confuses me about evolution is snapping turtles. How so? Well, like... Like why? How did they just... So you have turtles, normal, regular turtles. The ones that like hump shoes. And it's like... You know, <laughs> Which is so cute. That, yeah, <laughs> that turtle that you can just pick up and scoop out with your hands and make it into soup and it can't do anything to hurt why? you. I'm just saying they're harmless. They can't... They have no mechanism other than... Mm. Scooping into their shell. Like, you have that turtle. Turtle soup. But then you also have that turtle just becomes a snapping turtle that can bite your fingers clean off. I don't know if I've seen it. May I look up a snapping turtle's biting? Sure. Can it bite a finger? Oh, yeah. I mean, I've snapping. seen videos of people's fingers completely removed by snapping turtles. Bite force test. Whoa, corn. Um... What? To our podcast listeners, they threw an apple and they just... They're gonna give it... Just gave it soda. That seems kind of mean. It could spice. Well, now they're just throwing soda at the turtle. I don't want to watch them throwing soda at the turtle. I feel like people are being mean to the snapping turtles. I just want to see them bite. 
He gets bit in the face when he picks up the snapping turtle. Which one should we watch? Uh, let's do that. That's fine. This one? Yeah. <laughs> is he trying to save him or is he being mean? I'm going to say he's bad. Grab him by the tail. I hope he bites your face off. Why do you want this turtle? You asshole. Oh, it makes me so mad. I hope he falls in and dies. Yeah, buddy. Hey, how you doing, eh? Oh, yeah. Oh, we got one. Hey, hold it. We got a big one. Who's a good boy? Bite his face. Oh, I was hoping there would be. I wanted blood. I wanted. I wanted to see his skin taken off. For anyone watching this, never pick up a turtle by its tail. It's connected to its spine and can dislocate bones and cause immense pain. What an asshole! Well, I'm sure he didn't know that, but also he oh, probably care. he wouldn't have cared. Oh, so, boy, God, well, that, but that turtle can... should have taken his face clean off. I'm feeling sad now. I'm seeing sad stuff on the... closing this. Okay, but yeah, good point. How do they go from to like? Like nothing else is like that. Like, you don't have, like, harmless tigers and biting tigers. Yeah. You don't have, like, pet bears and and claw and claw your face off bears. Yeah, you can have ones that are, like, domesticated. But, but even that's then, not the, a different species. Right, the potential is there yeah. for them, and it, 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 things have gone haywire. Yeah. But, yeah, just will, turtles evolved we'll into... We'll do some research on that. Because what I'd happened? I'd love to. What happened? Why? What happened? How did that happen? Magazine. Magazine? What happened? I just think, I think humans, have, we've done a pretty good job for ourselves. We've done too good. I mean, like pretty much every other animal. Almost all of the other animals are constantly wondering about being eaten, being attacked. Yeah. And we don't even have to think about that. Yeah, on top of the food chain, instead we're picking up turtles by their tails. And making stupid voices. But we don't have to worry about being eaten, and I think that's, uh, I'm fine with that. Because yeah. being eaten would be a terrible, excruciating way to go. Yeah. We're talking about, like, with every bite, you know another one's coming. Would you rather be eaten or drown? Drown. Really? Yes. I guess it depends on what's eating you. Because drowning would be terrible. But at least it's like, once you take that because you're like, and once you take in the breath of water, you just go. Well, it's terrible. And then you die. I'm in a weird headspace now, man. But with, with getting eaten, it's ow, ow, just constantly until, <laughs> there's, my ears. <laughs> until there's no more left of you. Yeah. That seems terrible. Well, I feel weird now. It's like that, uh, but I mean, that's why you have things like gazelles. Because they can just, have you seen the video like the gazelle running away from the alligator? No, is it sad? Is it going to make me sad? I, as it might be a crocodile. I still don't know the difference, but no, it's amazing You're to from watch. Florida. Well, hit me up, brother. Um, yeah, so let's see. Video crocodile gazelle. Try this one here. Does this look like it? Yes, this is it here. I'll make it bigger. So this is a crocodile chasing a gazelle through water. It's amazing to watch. Is it sad? 
No, it's absolutely miraculous. All right, then we'll watch it. Because you wouldn't lie about that. I would not lie to you. It is gl- gliding. I don't... How deep so, is yeah, this so water? So, it's like, I don't know how deep this water is. I didn't even know that these things could swim. Their hooves are so oh tiny. Oh, God, though. But there's a crocodile... Who has been built for water. Who is made to move through water oh, quickly. so fast. There it is. This is so scary. I hate this. But you say it ends well. So it's like, where did the crocodile go? It's underwater. There it is. It's getting closer. And this poor gazelle is just swimming as fast as it can. I can't even fathom how they swim. Yeah, I don't know what that mechanism looks like with that kind of water being so deep. It's crazy. I mean, it's sprinting. But now the crocodile's like <gasps> right up on it. It's about to get him. Oh, no. And then the gazelle's like, like no. Kicks it in the face. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh. And gets the fuck away. That's it. Can you imagine having to constantly do that all day, every day? As soon as you wake up, it's like ah! the whole time. Yeah. Terrible life. I hate all of it. So that's being a, an animal. Again, we did pretty good, pretty good for ourselves. Pretty good. But the one thing we haven't figured, despite being on top of the food chain, is immortality. You have those weird billionaires that are obsessed with it, but they can't crack the code. Like uh, Brian Johnson. Yeah, is that the weird... Is he he's from the, Utah? He's from Utah, yeah. yeah. And he's got the gray... He's got, like, gray, wet skin. Yeah. He's, like, just slowly turning into a tadpole. He's reverting into tadpole. Yeah. No matter how high... The, and I don't know why they want to live forever, but that's a discussion for another day. We're all going to turn into Bill O'Reilly. But you have, like, immortal jellyfish that can live forever? Yeah. And lobsters, I thought, were immortal, but they're not. But they can live, like, super... Long. What's super long for a lobster? Like hundred plus years. That's pretty long. The oldest lobster's name was George. I learned this because I was like, "How old do they get?" Who named this lobster? Some did it tell kid. them? Up? Did it? Did it tell us this? A child. I'm George. No, George. Born in guess what year? Um, eighteen eighty. Eighteen sixty nine. Oh my God. I don't know. I when, thought what I was saying was outrageous. Yeah, I know. We don't even know what that, you know, Civil War is somewhere around there. This lobster was born in 1869. How do we know that? Did it show us its birth certificate? How do we know this? I can't remember. I did read something about how they estimate. It is an estimation. Ring, rings around the tail. Yeah, rings around the tail. But then he lives his whole life until he's like 140 and then they capture him. In New York. Now, take him to a seafood restaurant. So it's like he's lived his whole life. Then he goes to the seafood restaurant in Newfoundland. He was sold to the city crab and seafood restaurant for $100. And he arrived there, and then they're like, we never intended for him to be sold. We just wanted attention, and he got attention to the restaurant. So he's like our mascot. So they're just keeping this ancient lobster in a case, whatever it was, a tank. Yeah. And then... He lived in there for 10 days, but then, which I I have no love for PETA, but PETA got him out. And then there's all this drama because they're like, we were always going to let him go, but they weren't because they, was, they wouldn't let him go. And then whatever. That's the story of George. It just. Which they, they, they couldn't have intended on cooking him because a 100 year old lobster like. Bone dust. Can't taste good. Yeah, but people are always eating shit. It's like. 
Yeah. For novelty. It's true. Like that Rich Boys Club. What? This Explorers Club that I was telling you about in the Elon biography, where they like eat maggot strawberries. Oh, yeah. Ah. Uh, ah. Uh, they would probably eat an old lobster just be like, I ate the lobster. And, That's but true. Anyway, I had lobsters on my mind because, as you know, I'm in Mid Journey a lot. Mid Journey is, I've started using it more. It's so fun. It's very addictive. But I'm in there and I keep seeing a lobster woman. Over the, mul- lo- what, the lobster. Oh, somebody's like making a lobster woman. Yeah, over the span of multiple days. Because I was like, "Am I going crazy?" Like, I feel like I keep seeing lobster women, right? So I did some. Well, it's not detective work. It's just searching for a long time. But I did some detective <laughs> yeah. work. I think it's important to make that <laughs> distinction. Someone's like, "I did research." It's like, so you searched for a long yeah, time. Yeah, I scrolled a lot and went through a lot of pages and took a lot of screenshots. But I just wanted to show you this lobster woman because it gives you insight into the landscape of the world we live in. Okay. Please hold. So this is one of the first ones I saw. It's like, view of this beautiful lobster woman, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) The links at the top are like reference images. So this person is trying to combine these three images. Spirit Halloween baseball Girl. Oh, that's not from Mid Journey. That's no. This is the the reference. Image. Oh my god! Okay, so that's one. Another Spirit Halloween baseball girl, and then a lobster, right? So it's like make me a beautiful woman composite of the make her a lobster woman using these as inspiration, right? I'm just gonna scroll through because I went. I did. I went through and saved every. You did research. I did research. Okay. And it hurt my fingers because it was a lot of research. Oh, you have a whole full. You have a whole folder yeah, here. Yeah, it's called a lobster woman. Hey, okay. I'm just gonna scroll through it so you can get an idea of what finding the perfect lobster woman looks like. Okay. So this is. I'm just gonna go. I mean, it looks. I'm gonna say cool, but you know, it's a lot of detail. I feel like Carmen San Diego lobster woman would have been a great prompt for them to use. I'm gonna try that. All right. But instead, we have this. I'm just gonna go. You can really see a variation in quality, and I have to. Wait, wait, you're going so fast here. I'm sorry. Like I want to go. I just want to go through these and. Okay. I want to look at these beautiful lobster women. So these aren't in the right or like sets, right? He does like all these variations or she does a lot of variations. So it's, it's a, a little, guy. Yeah. Sure. A guy. No woman is doing this. <laughs> no woman. So there's, it'll be a little disjointed, but that keeps it interesting. So here's group one. Top right looks like Satan. This one is. Okay. Latex. I don't know. This is the cheap. This is the cheap stuff. Oh, this, yeah, this is Spirit Halloween right here. Yeah. That's barely different. That's kind of cool. I, I know. Don't, I, think I don't that know one's what like its cool. practical application would be in yeah, this costume, still like but okay. A person. Furniture, s- sitting. Just sitting at home in my lobster costume. Yeah. Seductively. Another like weird medieval costume. More seductive suburban home. See, like, I think these ones are kind of cool, but these ones are horrible. But again, for what? Like, is this for the real life? What's it for? Little Mermaid? Is this Sebastian? Yeah. 
And if you're listening to this, you should watch our YouTube and like and subscribe, and then you can see the visuals. That, that is, you can see the bottom right is the baseball influence. <laughs> yeah. She looks like base, an umpire. Baseball umpire lobster, yeah. Yeah. More of these... I mean, it's extraordinary amount. That bottom right's like, she's like in a... That's Jack Sparrow. Yeah, that's Jack Sparrow, Lobster Woman. It's like Tyra Banks, that one's... Got... I think, so when you were quickly scrolling through these, that's the one that caught my eye, bottom left. Yeah. That's the only one that had interesting eyes. Yeah. Like non-human eyes. More furniture. This one's just resting... Resting their arms on nothing. Again, this really bad version gets worse. I'm just going to keep going. So, so you, somebody, this is like one person's. One person. Generating all of these. Over four days. This is over four days. This is days. over four days. So they go to bed at night after they've sh- taken I mean, a shower. There's a break, but yeah, after the shower. After the shower. shower. <laughs> Yeah. They, so, so they don't get their bed all dirty. Yeah. Um, from their lobster fantasy fill. Um, so they're going to bed, and they wake up and are immediately thinking about this. Yeah. It's not perfect. <laughs> no. I need it to be perfect. I mean, that's literally because mentally takes a minute. So, like these sessions are at least an hour, a p you know a piece. Yeah. I gotta just keep going because there's so many. Okay. Um, close your eyes. I don't know why. And Should I, I like switch the camera or no, just close them so I can surprise you. I don't know. It's just more interesting. I open, I opened them. I'm sorry. It's I opened okay. them again. Just, these are all the lobster. Open your eyes. These oh. are all the lobster women. These actually aren't all the lobster women. I made the canvas and there was too many to fit. These are some of the lobster women. There are 240 lobster women. How many? How many? Uh, how many lobster women does this image represent? Well, you could count the rows, but quite a few. Do you want to see what they ended up with as their final lobster? Their final beautiful, sexy lobster woman. Well, she actually had some cool ones in there. If that's what you're into, yeah. Yeah, the final one. Well, this either is what they wanted. To have, or they just gave up, like, fuck, this is never going to work. I'm never going to get the lobster woman of my dreams. <laughs> it's this. This is what they, I have to imagine this is when they quit, and it, rather than, like, I found her. You know what I mean? Yeah, this is, uh, this is when they quit. This is when they gave yeah, up. Yeah, this is just, like, I'm never going to find her. So then, I was like, I want to know what kind of lobster, because what is this? So I just I'm gonna do a little quick showcase of other lobster mid journey images because you wonder what people's prompts are. I'm very curious to see what people are generating. Okay. So this one is security camera footage of comedian Steve Harvey fighting a lobster in the kitchen of a restaurant CCTV. I love those. Then I think my favorite is. It's got to be the third from the bottom right. This one? Yeah. Because <laughs> he actually looks like he's like, somebody help me! Yeah. This one, I feel like he's running away number two. So that's like, what is he using this for? But then he continued because then he wanted to see Trump running from a lobster. 
So, but that's less running, but security footage of him fighting a lobster. That the the bottom left one that yeah. is that is Trump's. If Trump had to tell a story <laughs> about fighting a lobster, that's what's in his head. <laughs> I fought the lobster. He was a huge lobster. Yeah, it's not like a lobster. It's like a lobster demon the size of him, really. So that's Trump fighting a lobster on CCTV, which I feel like the Steve Harvey ones are just so much better. But then it's Trump. Kodak disposable photo of Donald Trump holding a lobster like a sword, which I feel like these look so real. Those look insanely. Isn't that crazy? Insanely real. I feel like this one especially is like, I was just blown away. I was like, those are amazing. I mean, all of them. That bottom left one is so good. I was mesmerized. How often do you just stare and you're like, wow. Like these are straight from Epstein's Island. Yeah. I like them. I'll just do a couple more. Then we have Andre the Giant wearing a chef hat and holding a lobster in each hand. Weirdly specific, but also looks I don't like think him. I don't think any of those look like Andre the Giant. I actually don't remember what he looks like exactly, but I feel like... Maybe the top top right, maybe. That's what I was but... thinking. Not bottom left, I'll tell you that. Drew Barrymore sits on the set of her show. Across from her is a huge laughing lobster. Also doesn't look like her. That looks like Reese Witherspoon in Elizabeth Moss. Um, then there's just this guy that posted <laughs> above the lobster lady, but he just posts because sometimes people just write. Well, because in Mid Journey, you have to type in the prompt slash imagine and then enter in your prompt. But sometimes you'll forget to do that and just yeah. type in your prompt. And so you see a lot of that, but I've never seen somebody just submit a photo. Yeah, of he just dragged a photo. Is I can't tell if his eyes are swollen or if that's just how he, lo- he looks, how I feel when I watch those snapping turtle videos. But. Maybe that's the same guy. Maybe yeah. that's his face after yeah, the accident. That's right. So there's that guy. But you can see, see above and below, you have the lobster woman variations. Yeah. Then we have Jordan Peterson, cartoon as a lobster king. How relevant to our discussion. I love this. Yeah. I really I really like so in the in the the image in the top right. The top left of the top right. That one? I like that. It's very noble. I wouldn't mind a print of that. So someone's making that. Um, Keebler lobster in parentheses. I don't understand it either. They didn't do any very... Is that the prompt? I don't understand the... Okay. Which I love. Um, Kids love lobster toothpaste. There's just like... A kid does love that lobster toothpaste. What is it made of? Then there, you get these that are like weirdly specific, like scarecrow made of camera equipment, tripods, plastic tarp, PVC bottles, tar, oil skin coat, tr- construction lights, neon high, his clothing, rubber, plaster, head is made from various roots and mushrooms with a painted face, stick, leg. It's the worst mid-journey I've ever this seen. This person needs to be arrested. Yeah, they gotta go. That That's that's not allowed. Both for their query, but also to break mid-journey. I've never seen mid-journey do such a horrible job. It doesn't know what to do with the psychopathy. So that's that guy. Then this is a lobster lies on a medical operating table whilst, whilst unicorn doctors surround him. This one's very strange to me. A hyper-realistic photo of super morbidly obese woman placing a plate of 100 lobsters in front of a sick man. Like, what is the story behind that? You have a super morbidly obese woman giving a very sick, also obese man 100 lobsters. Is this a fantasy? Is it a fable? I don't know. 
Midjourney didn't actually listen to the prompt, though. Why? Oh, 100 lobsters? Well, the, yeah, there's not 100 lobsters, and most of these are a man giving a woman a lobster. Oh, I didn't even notice that. So. It's kind of agenda. This one, he's got plans for that lobster. Yeah, they're going to use that together. <laughs> In the bedroom. Ugh. Then you get these that are just like people post like a story. This is the first shell I broke away from. In theory, lobsters live forever, but if they don't die from their natural enemies in nature, they will die trapped in their shells during their escape, said Mochi. The tiger-sized guy in 2000, and it just keeps going. It's like, what is? what were you trying to get? My Mochi's cry was right. Then this is a haunted lobster DJing at a Halloween rave. This is a red lobster restaurant shaped like a lobster, which sounds like something I would make. That That probably exists in Orlando. Yeah. That's Just awesome. being honest. That's why we love Orlando. Um, Santa Claus riding. Sorry, these are small, but I, this was in my lazier times. Uh, Santa Claus riding a carriage that was carried by flying lobsters, but then he didn't like that, so he uh, had a muscular mechanic Santa turning his super fast carriage. Oh, and if you're still listening to the audio podcast at this point, bless your heart. Bless your heart. I'm bless sorry, your but heart. I, I hope that the queries themselves are interesting. If you've not been on mid-journey, I'm almost done. Oh, that is the end. And then <laughs> it's almost the end. I just wanted to show you these because I thought they were cool. And then we're done. And then we'll be done. We'll be done with the lobsters. I just liked this art style. That I, is cool. I thought that was cool. Then this is, so you're marrying a lobster. I don't know what that means. Punk lobster. And then an upset lobster bride wedding. She does look upset. Okay. She does. And then I, I would wear those chanclas. I don't know, but they're sandals of sorts. And that is my mid-journey lobster time. Thank you for listening to these queries. Just remember, whatever you're doing today, at the same time, someone is generating... Lobsters on Mid Journey. A lobster woman. A lobster, a, lobster, a sexy a lobster woman. They actually did stop. I made sure, and they've given up. So okay, I kind of felt bad. Huh. I never got what they wanted. Sometimes that's how life goes. Yeah, and sometimes you go to hell. <laughs> um, okay, well, thank Call you us. for uh, for tuning in. Rate us, rate us on the podcast, please, please. Yeah, if you're listening on the podcast, or if you're not, just go to Apple Podcasts. Yeah. Maybe go to Spotify. Yeah. But go to Apple Podcasts. Give us a five-star positive review. Write us a nice little note. Do not review there. it if it's not going to be five stars. Right. Get out. Um. And, yeah, that is our podcast. <sighs> Thank you. So thanks. <laughs>